0: You are all weirdos.
1: (laughs) Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, weird science.
2: What up, fresh cup crew?
1: Weird science is the revolution. Hello, weird science.
2: I like to kill
0: Weird science is the revolution.
2: Hello and welcome back to the only show that breaks down, cracks up, skews and reviews each week's DC Comics. I'm your Gotham Guardian, Eric Shea, and I'm Jim Warner. and this is the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast, episode number 394. three ninety four. Three ninety
3: four, Eric, and only six more, as they say in rhyme. I ended up Why I wait did, for six. Then? I don't know. We just go to four hundred and say, "Sign our suckers." But hey, here we are, the unofficial, official podcast of all the weirdos up the Get Fresh crew. Boop, boop. Uh, uh. And with that, we have a bunch of bat-centric books. This was a warning to me from Matchbox 20's own Rob Thomas last week. So we end up, he was right. Uh, I ended up waking up at 3 a.m. last night just in honor of him. But not only because of that, I thought that the house was under attack, Eric. It was crazy. I'm sitting there and I hear it, it. It really sounded like somebody was throwing snowballs at the house. It's very cold, but there's no snow. Realized that I had left a case of Diet Coke on the porch and they were all exploding and things nice, were flying nice. all over. And I didn't think they'd fly so all over. it's not the
2: neighborhood that's the problem. It's just
3: you. It's just me. It yeah. was the Diet Coke firework display. It was crazy. It woke me up twice. It was very loud. And then I still wasn't convinced it was that. Of and course then it, not. Why would you? It's well, Sasquatch. Then it, then it happened again this afternoon and I legitimately then went out and saw it. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it is still kids throwing kind of smelling like so diet soda pieces of ice. You with woke the up cans. at 3
2: a.m. because you heard these things, saw that your Diet Coke was exploding, and said, huh, I guess it was something else. And then you had to wait another way, except well, that you I had evidence then. I was of like, of the panellites. Oh, no, I didn't
3: before. I just, I thought oh, it was last is. time. I should have just thrown the Coke away, and I actually thought they all had exploded. They did not. One other did. And it scared the pants off me again, Eric. And I wasn't really wearing pants, so maybe it scared the pants back on me. I'm not sure. But it did end up kind of freaking me out. This week, my son ended up finding his roommate dead in his bedroom, right? So I thought maybe it was that guy's coming to haunt me. I never met the guy. I don't know why he's haunting me, but, man, I don't know. That's what happens. I have the luck of the draw. Not of the Irish, Eric. Maybe of the German... Not very lucky, those Germans, and we're going to hear From Germany, straight from Germany Later, straight out of Germany Isn't that a rap album back in the day We're going to end up hearing from Germany And getting a little Idea of what the German comic scene is later in the mail and also people have been asking for it. It's finally happening. A legitimate email from Manship. Manship look at that. is going to email, messes everything up. He uh, He's talking about books. He calls them the wrong things. Classic Manship. So that is something. To look Sounds forward like weird to. science to me. Exactly. So we do end up having some mail. But again, very, very. Batman family-centric podcast here But before we get into things And maybe even a little twist where I could use the Heyman song I don't know I think uh-huh. I could make it work, Eric I, I think I could, but I-, I don't know But with all of that, before we get into the actual meat and cheese of the podcast Please go over to Twitter at Weird Science DC Follow us, we'll follow you back a 100% Go to our website, com, Where you can see a bunch of reviews for the books that come out each week from DC Comics, and then go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdscience, Well, you get a bunch of things, as well as supporting us for what we do here on this field. I mean, we haven't taken a day off in seven years, Eric. I don't know. Is that worth something? It doesn't seem to be, but maybe it is. It just shows we're crazy. But we also have a bunch of shows on the Patreon exclusive to that. We put a lot of hard work into that as well. And this week, the big spotlight episode that we always point out, picked by the badasses of the Get Fresh crew. They ended up picking Justice League versus the Legion of Superheroes, number one. The big book. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. The winner uh, event. Uh, oh my goodness gracious. Eric Shea's winner event. Is it all of the mind? I don't know. <laughs> it might be Titans United, number five. Never you mind. Yes. It, Titans United, number five. A bit of the hyper time there right As we it's all wrong and we went through those now with that i'm not going to say that me and you like justice league versus the legion of superheroes i'm not right. gonna i'm not gonna tip our hand here we we may not have liked it that much but during it tip the hand <sighs> mean if you kind of gotten an argument a bit not an argument but a discussion i said i just don't like the legion of superheroes they're, they're nonsense they're not for me too many members on the team it gets too convoluted, and you just kept saying. Every time I said it, you tried to make me positive, Jimmy, and I appreciate it. And you ended up saying, no, 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 you have to read the good so that's
2: stuff. So that's not a con- that's not really a discussion or an argument. It's me just saying, hey, why don't you read some other legion? <laughs> and then I
3: said, no, I'm not doing that. I don't have time. It's not for me. I know it's not for me. So afterwards, and since the then – Well, I had the time. I just didn't think it was part of the rhyme, Eric, you know? So I ended up where, okay, uh, uh, Eric kept saying it. I'll give you some credit. And the thing is, I'm not a Legion guy
2: either, but the thing is, there are some decent stories that will at least allow you to understand the characters better than Bendis does. Maybe, Maybe that is what
3: happened. Maybe the idea that I think to myself, well, he's never really said he's a Legion fan. I know that you're not that big of a... You know, card-carrying member of the Legion. Deal, yeah. So I thought, well, okay. And and anyway, how about I do a little research? I think that I'll read a bunch of issues leading to the The Great great Darkness darkness saga. saga. So I ended up saying, all right, I'll do that. Started reading it. I have to admit. Even where I ended up looking up, because then I'm, I'm deep in as I get, I'm like, stay back there, rose, oh, and stay deep in research. Pink, you're back here. I'm now legion of superheroes. So I end up looking up, hey, best stories. Of course, the great darkness saga comes up, but I kept seeing more and more people saying that they didn't like that, that that is actually an overrated story. So that's i the like, okay. like
2: Phoenix Saga
3: Again. And yeah, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, I'm still gonna read this. I loved it. <laughs> I'm telling you. I for me to read that all, and then you ended up even I told you're you. welcome. And that's the thing. I end up where a lot of times if I'm in a fight with you, I wouldn't admit you're right. But I ended up like, hey, I'm reading this. It's pretty good. I'm I'm getting on board. I'm sending you screenshots oh, yeah. that are really where I just went to a random issue couple issues before the great darkness saga starts and yet when i get there i am given characters and their abilities and ways that i've never imagined Eric, i'm doing that and you go hey who's your favorite characters? members i'm like i like mono i like the power <laughs> I like, and they were pretty much your favorites as well which was funny uh but with that i ended I up i think finding- we only
2: shared shadow last though personally because i'm a big wildfire fan
3: I said Wildfire. I and Ultra Boy. Yeah, I like uh Mon-El, And I also was getting a kick because there was Invisible Kid who ended up showing up right before the Darkness Saga and every issue. I knew here. I'm like, they're Naomi. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> it all works out. But I had a lot of fun. I just wanted to let everybody know. Yeah, if, if you don't like that, Ben, this book, and you aren't into because it's hard right now to say that new readers jumping on, say, since Rebirth, they're not going to get a lot of Legion except Bendis. So you kind of get, mm, like, it's yeah, maybe I it's not about for me. Everything
2: since Bendis came over to DC is like, I'm not really digging anything that he's putting out. I'm going to go back and read older versions of these characters. Well, he's maybe
3: with. that's his diabolical plan. Oh, yeah. He's a gem he's in selling back issues by the he's fucking stockpile. He's showing us we should read back issues. And, I, and when I get people, and this happens a lot too, where a lot of people at the moment. They're a little jaded with what's going on, even some announcements this week and things like that. And they end up saying like, hey, I know," and I do try to steer them to some things. Now I may do the Legion. Now with that, I'm sitting there thinking, thank God people aren't like, oh, I don't think the Justice League's for me because of the Bendis stuff. That's just Bendis nonsense. But again, that is on the Patreon, just a little aside to let you know. Thank you. <laughs> and it was Jesus, Justice League versus the Legion of Superheroes
2: number one. i guess I didn't really sell you with that back issues you were doing with Shazam, though. Captain Marvel, Wiz Comics number two. Yeah, yeah. I ended up really liking Golden that. Golden is though. tough at times, though.
3: It is, but that one's fun. And yeah. you know what the best thing about the Golden Age stuff, when I end up doing a lot of the stuff, and a lot of that is on the Patreon, very short issues. Oh, a yeah. lot of them are in anthologies that they are really quick and stuff like that, but that was even fun. With the Captain Marvel slash Shazam stuff, that if you don't know what we're talking, that's on the feed that you can go and listen to right now. Just this regular feed. But with all of that said and done, all you weirdos out there, we have to sit back. We're going to give a little bit of a shout out, sit not just Snooky Duke, not to Snoopy Duke in Kensington or Ogans Avenue, Eric. This is the I'm not going there. Badass Rollcom. Ah. Uh, uh, I feel like rapping tonight, Eric. I, I feel like actually, rapping every week. Now that I, here is my deal. It
2: was a boy, and I think too. And week where you don't start with the uh,
3: uhs. Now, maybe that will happen sometime. I don't, I, I think I even do that on the Marvel one when I do it myself, but I better get going. But I do want to say real quick, quicker. That I wanted to talk about that Legion stuff to get the positive Jimmy in. Here oh are the badasses. Ronnie G. Comics and Pop Reviews. Ted Probst. I love Punchline. Michael S. Forrest Pauly. Cam. Joseph Lodzick. Matt Razor. D-Man 3000. Lady Abby. Matches. Cologne. Niels T. David Fink, Joey Bercosco, Stephen Baum, Jason C. That's Sue 42 to you and me. Michael G. Ken Hallett, Comic Boom, Rock A. Cellar Dweller, Mark Jager, Elgin Scotia, Nick Adams, Ruben, Carlos, Lombard, Marv, Luke Hollywood, Simon, Luis, Manship. Here from later, Andrew in Belfast, feeling good and better. That's good, Swanee. Anthony G., Josh Vermillion, my man Pete from NYC, Batman Beyond, Amart, our man Rob Lewis, Brandy, Murray, and Double A-Ron. little shout out to the all-time great. Reggie. Reggie. And Rob Thomas. Boom, boom. There you go. <laughs> I wanted to just name some random 90s guy, and I'm like, who was the guy from, I don't even know what band I was thinking Rob of, Thomas. Kind of, <laughs> and Rob Thomas. It always comes back to that. Here you go. Perry Farrell. All right. And that is the intro here, everybody. And like I said, let's get on to the books where we're going to do. A lot of bat-centric stuff. Maybe the Heyman song, Eric right about now. Why? Why do now? we need the Heyman's?
0: They build a tower for the crazies. right in the middle of a town. 24 days later They burn the motherfucker down The lunatics have taken over the asylum The lunatics have taken over the asylum They say that hindsight's 20-20 Don't think they kinda understand I think I just saw an avulsion Running with scissors in her hand
3: yes eric and here we are we have a bunch of lunatics and have we taken over the asylum eric me and you no uh no we I'm haven't diagnosed you're not diagnosed eric i say you're diagnosed
2: positive Derek. all right positive, <laughs> positive for what
3: <laughs> i don't
2: know i'm not gonna say i got some phones i got some numbers to later. call right i now. believe
3: you better get out your little black book and get to a call and but We end up having two books in this first section. Obviously, for a bunch of weeks in a row, we have the weekly book, Very Weekly, which is going
2: to be the Shadows of the Past, Which I kept going 12 issues last uh, episode, but it is 12. Okay, yeah.
3: So we end up having all of these weeks in a row. Hopefully, it pays off. You're going to find out that one Eric Shea might be a little more positive than me in this, but I'm counting on him to make me just like him. I imagine to be about most things. Yeah, and except when you hit the site. The site is where the real Eric Shea comes out. Uh, and so with this, we are talking about Batman Detective Comics. I like to put the Batman there, like Eek at Batman Detective Comics number one thousand forty-eight. Like sure Shadows tech. of the Bat it is. I actually wish that it had on the cover part two, and, and so I could right away see what it is. And do you like the covers of these so far? Do no, you no, like no, that photorealistic? Kind of weirds me
2: out. A lot of things weed you out, though.
3: Like, there is what Soda looks pops like... Soda
2: blowing up on your porch, and you think there's gunfire yeah, in the streets. Yeah, yeah, really. I'm like, what the
3: heck? Are we in Compton? You end up where you see this kind of pseudo Harley with the big grin staring at my soul, Eric. I, I don't Harley. know. Yeah, pseudo Harley. Uh, yeah, and it just doesn't look like it. Oh, but, that's right. Yeah, and the, uh, thing
2: is, the thing is, there is a pseudo Harley in the book, so that makes sense. For some reason, I see this that is expected to be Harley, so that makes sense. You're right. And it's like Harley Quinn plus Jim, she put there on the
3: wall. Oh my God, she is staring into my soul. Uh, and when we get into this, remember though, that you can go to our website. Again, I said it earlier, weirdsciencedccomics.com, where you can get reviews of these books that we're doing tonight. Yeah, so again, Detective Comics number 1048. This is the tower part two, written by Mariko Tamaki, pencils by Ivan Aris, inks by Danny Mickey, colors by Brad Anderson, and letters by Ariana Mayer. And we also have a backup. We'll get to that when we get to that but we start off here a weird years idea, ago. Though,
2: where you want a part two on the shadows of the bat because right now extensively that is what this is called for the weekly detective comics run but then the story itself is actually called the tower so it's kind of weird why is it, it just is all weird. called shadows of the bat like no batman detective comics shadows of the bat the tower part two
3: it is one of those that i would like but i guess when you put part two on the cover that might end up going, ooh, I'm not, I didn't read part one. Maybe it's not for me then No, oh, Part two, I guess I missed the train. Uh, but you get into this, and we go, and me and you thought that it was a weird play. The idea, okay, we already go 24 days ahead, and all hell is we started. Loose. Like The first
2: week, seven days in, 24 days later, it's all destroyed and stuff like that. So just jumping back and forth in that back-to-back timeline is not a great way to start the story for me, and I think even though we are jumping through timelines because we are getting backgrounds of characters like Dr. Weir, I feel that, like, and we do jump ahead to the future part when Batwoman confronts Anna Volsha when she's taken her the tower, but it's only one page, and it doesn't specifically, like, make you feel jumping out of place for whatever reason. This issue feels more coherent to me.
3: I, I know it's coherent, but it's still, the whole idea of this weekly event, you go and everything leading up to it, first off, everything leading up to it seemed like Oh my God! The spooky stories coming to town. There ain't no spooky story going on. Maybe like some
2: spooky stories in there. Maybe I, I like Arkham City of the world, like the the ghost of Amadeus Arkham will come in out of nowhere.
3: I see the end game of them just throwing Doctor Ware out of there. And I said, we even said, I hope he can fly, leaving behind the Coco Beware, you know, joke that we could have had, but. You end up here where, I don't know, you go back in time and you see the, you know, Dr. Ware as a young kid, and we find out that he had some problems. His mom, a little nutso, a little crazy. She's a little violent. A little violent, and Jim. You end up where he he's taken is into you taking- know,
2: social services. Dr. Harriet London's like, you know, I'm going to take care of you. Don't you worry, Toby. And we do find out in this issue that Dr. Ware. You know, we want to make our jokes because Mariko Tamaki seems to be very Batman 66 with the way that she names her Batman villains that she uses, but so like, oh my god, his name's Dr. Ware. His first name going to be Bartholomew B. Ware, and the thing is, you and I are making a joke about this, and it turns out to be completely true, but worse for somehow, because his name is like Tobias Ware, but he likes Toby, so it's to beware
3: yeah to beware it says and when i first read i'm like oh his name's tobias she got us oh no he goes by toby no toby (laughs) so you end up here though with this idea where you know this woman comes and she's gonna talk to him little little tobias little toby who's upset his mom has gone violent again i don't even like the dialogue here it's like so, was there some violence going on? Your mom's pretty crazy. Hey, huh? kiddo, hey, huh? hey here's some candy. She gave will stab, happy. <laughs> hey, you know what? She went a little crazy again. She's going to have to stay in the loony bin. Mom, a little loco in the Cabeza. It, it threw me off a bit where she goes, Hey, seems like you had a pretty scary night. No, no, no. Have don't some do candy. That. Don't do that. Just say, Hey, listen. We're going to make sure you're safe. We're going to end up letting you talk to somebody later, whatnot. It's like, hey, kid, what happened? It looks like you said, stabby, stabby.
2: And so he ends up I do up want to see more background on this, though, because we get the idea that Toby's all messed up just because his mom is known to be violent. He, it looks like he gets put in situations like this a lot, and this might be the final straw, where she like lashes out, there's something wrong with her mentally. But when you have the flashback of like you know the rage in her face, the knife, and she is attacking somebody. I would like to see more of that, maybe, and maybe we will, because I have no idea who she's attacking and or why.
3: Yeah, and it's weird, because maybe it's legit. Maybe we find out later that there's something going on that might be legit, but they have come and taken Toby away, and you end up where, I remember I told you before no, that there was going to be something that I thought the timeline was a little off or whatever, but when you have little Toby there, which is in the distance, the back uh, flashback deal, yeah. you have a Wonder Twins story in this Teen beat on the ground. Wonder twins twins forever or what's going on here? But it's just an aside. Also as a little shout out, you have top top one hundred inkers of my heart or something. It says on that. I, I, I tried to look at
2: all the things in this teen beat Life magazine or whatever. I thought it was. there was gonna
3: be like a clue.
2: Well, just the idea, like, we got an interview with Bruce Wayne. we got, like, the, the t- twins, Wonder Wonder, and the idea of, like, a top 100 anchors will, like, you know, and it doesn't make any sense. I'm like, why am I even bothering with the magnifying top glass here? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you like, top 100 anchors. Let's, go, I let's move say on to Arkham Tower. That Bruce Wayne looks a lot like Ben Affleck. I'm just saying there. But you then go to Arkham Tower. You go well, to day did. 12. Yeah. and you end up where this is kind of where we see Batwoman getting the inside that she's going and infiltrating and this Arkham Tower. And the thing Artem is we tower. had this
2: with, you know, when she was talking to Deb Donovan last issue and trying to, like, you know, figure out what's going on there, Deb and her working together. But sitting at the diner, my biggest problem with that was Kate King going out in her disguises, I'm putting on a red wig to hide my shorter red hair. And the thing is... Even when she comes in here as Dr. Frau, who's getting an interview with Dr. Ware, whether, like, you know, to be a part of the Arkham Tower and stuff like that, and get the 411 on who Tobias Ware is, and find out who he is in his background. Just the idea that Kate Kane, who is a socialite, you know, part of the Kane family and attached with the Wayne family, I, I still don't know if longer hair is going to cut it. Like, she's not matches Malone here. Yeah, really. It'd be funny. She had a mustache. She's <laughs> got, got a teeth she's thick in her got
3: mouth. The match uh, but you end up having something where it was funny. Because you brought it up to me, and I think you're right on. The idea that you're playing with Toby Ware, and you really want it to nail down, you end up having the weirdest forced dialogue to start this, where you end up having this made-up character, Frau, where you end up having Dr. Ware say, oh, so Frau, like Brow? Yes, like where like bear And I'm like, what, what, are, what are they was, playing was here? Was
2: Tamaki afraid that people were saying Dr. Weir?
3: Yeah, I think that, and it's funny because I or think is that, this that got, got to against
2: you me Because I always think like with the idea of Tear or tear when you read it
3: I think if people listen, I think <laughs> you actually Said Weir a little earlier Because I, I think have. it's in your mind
2: <laughs> and then I'm like The thing is I never thought I actually said it out loud on the podcast But I definitely thought about I it
3: I think that you said it earlier And Shit. it made me kind of giggle <laughs> uh, So you needed that, that's nice now, I we're, didn't We're going to continue this stuff <laughs> where, tubby. Yeah, so We're going to continue the stuff that I'm kind of getting a little upset about The idea that they have set up this Arkham Tower In the middle of Gotham And they have the guy who's you know pretty much the director And nobody has any sort of background on him Any of medical stuff And also the idea of whatever medicines they're using So you end up where he mentions And this is a Tamaki thing Where she'll mention things And later it will be mentioned again That they actually do find his degree online But he goes, oh, I probably should put up my
2: Credentials. I got on the my wall. You know, medical degree at at Dade, and the idea when we find out that you know he has, but why is Deb Donovan, journalist extraordinaire, not able to find anything on this guy? And it seemed like nobody
3: else could. So yeah. the idea that this is just thrown in there—oh, I should have put that up there. It's because there's not really going to be legit things. Well, I imagine guess? it's one of
2: those retroactive things because Deb Donovan's asking questions at the press conference, and somebody's going in and like you know fudging all the stuff through that, like you know hacking and technology and, and that's stuff what like that.
3: Drives me nuts a little later oh, when they go out of nowhere oh my god it just popped up somebody emailed it who emailed it uh, toby not be way- oh it's, it's not like it just pops up and nobody looks into things you have well, that one with of those we just had a the,
2: the peacemaker tv show that just came out the idea like you know peacemaker leaves his car behind and the police are there we got to train still you know, the place and registration to somebody else so they don't realize that peacemaker was there yeah yeah
3: so the idea of this is again Mariko Tamaki does fudge some of the stats, but it's okay here. You're right. It is a little better than last issue. And that was the bombastic beginning. You go, oh my God, everything's coming at us at once. We're kind of, you know, relaxing. We know how it ends. It's not going to end
2: good. And I'm just a little bit happier, too, just knowing as we take a walking tour of Arkham Tower, just to know, like, we know we have Anavulsion here on Nero 19, you know, the heavy hitters of Gotham. But I did at least see Mr. Freeze, so I don't know if he should be here because what he was doing in Task Force Z, but at least he's here. I know there is at least a heavy hitter and also Lady Clayface.
3: Yeah, it's cool because we don't want Nero 19 to be the only one or Anavulsion. these are not the names I you need. You know that those are the names that are the heavy hitters here, but still... You end up where, hey, do you want to take a tour? And then suddenly you end up getting, oh, you know, Dr. Ware, you have a call, really only to let Kate then go and call Oracle. It really is a backwards way of doing that. It's the shortest
2: call of all time, though, because, like, okay, I have a call that is, um, Dr. Frau, can you please leave the room while I take this? Okay, Dr. Ware. And then she walks out batwoman oracle do you hear me oracle here did you and that uh, the conversation's over on his head he's already out of his office and interrupting her i'm like did we just need to make sure that this is the way that we know that it's kate kane yeah because yeah, it's the shortest I, I conversation on the phone ever and i have no idea like he has become the flash in walking and walking in communication now
3: <laughs> and and so with that it is that mariko tamaki almost is the one who keeps having to explain her
2: jokes and explain. Like,
3: but I guess you. Need but I'm still that, just
2: mad that it's Kate Kane who is known in the city for being, you know, the freaking, you know, daughter of this prominent family and cousin of the Waynes themselves, and all she has on is a longer wig.
3: Yeah, and that that basically is. Hey, what's what's your disguise? But she
2: has gone with this style before in the past. Longer red hair. That's my disguise.
3: Uh, you know. So they end up going and you have a little background. A days mention all this, and we're coming out of that. Doctor Ware is going to give this tour now. With that. I kind of was confused here because you end up having Kate and Doctor Ware get into the elevator, and he ends up pressing a button that looks like thumb almost print. like a thumbprint deal. Yeah. And then she goes, "We're going to the basement for security," and there was never anything mentioned before about that. That is just out of nowhere. She says that. I went and looked, and unless I looked five times, and didn't see anything mentioned. Just a tour.
2: We're going to go on a tour. Well, the thing is the idea, maybe it's just because, you know, we're going to go see the patients and stuff because of the responsibility and the idea like we're going to the basements and then the dot, dot, dot ellipses. For security. Like, we keep the patients in an Arkham Tower. It's but weird. It's an Arkham Tower, but our patients, who we do find out are the most violent, are in there. Like, for security? <laughs> yeah, I just... We're going to the basement for security? And then he also says, oh, no, it's just the first floor we remodeled. <laughs> and the easiest to make secure. And then he well, says, it's secure. secure. It just didn't jive. It felt That's weird. weird.
3: And then he's like, okay, well, we're going to go and... I know and and still he doesn't have any stats he's not going to give any stats because he doesn't have any he's not going oh some people say it's a fantasy what we're doing here well is it nah, i can't really <laughs> say nah, let we'll just push it so with that you're still playing coy With everything involved. You have Dr. Ware on the second issue. Again, but Dr. Ware being there, nobody knows how he ended up there or if he even has a degree up until this point. Well, the thing is, it's
2: very awkward to say this is happening when he is the head of an institution that's being built up to be from the ground floor up this new way of, like, you know, medical science and know how, and we don't know anything about him, but maybe going forward, that will be a plot point that will be addressed.
3: At a point, Deb Donovan. Deb Donovan, hey, where's the stats on the medicines? Oh, uh, we'll get those later. We don't really have them. Now, again, going to real life things, I've seen, I don't know if you have, Eric, but there are certain things maybe called vaccines where you'll even post exactly what's in them. People don't trust it. They're not going to trust a tower in the middle of nowhere with somebody who they don't even know who he is ahead And then these quote-unquote miracle pills that they will not divulge anything about. Yeah. It's very
2: the is, the idea It goes a little against the idea of vaccines and not trusting those because the general populace of Gotham, while they might not like a gigantic tower for the worst criminals in the city right there in downtown, the idea... Hey, we're going to give these chemicals to these people you don't give a shit about. Are you okay with that? Yes.
3: You might not be okay with it if they're there right in your neighborhood. And you're like, well, what happens if this doesn't work? No, and, and that's the thing. I wish that the lead up into this would have been somehow that Mariko Tamaki could have figured out a way that there were people that the consensus of people, almost like voting for doom and death metal. They people were in, they were into this tower because, I mean, just the of idea. The
2: assholes has got around like, oh, yeah, we vote for doom. We're hardcore. Yeah. And, and the,
3: get, get that crowd to vote for the tower you're in because you have tower. First off, just even if it wasn't a mental asylum with the word and even says I love where they're not even playing it up with just the idea. We have the most violent criminals here. I mean, Ooh-wee. these people are screwed. And so with that, even just a tower. People would be, you know how people are. They'd be mad about just a tower. And then now it's this, and you're fudging the stats to make it. So I wish that things were being able to be swept under the carpet a bit because people were somehow, hey, all these things, fear state, all that. We're sick of this. Get those people in that damn tower and, you know, get out of there. But it's not that. People seem to be against this, but then they're fudging the stats, and it throws me off a bit. When I saw Mr. Freeze, though, things got a little better. Things seem to be more
2: important. Things are more important because Freeze and Lady Clayface are there, in my mind, because the second chance did not work for Lady Clayface. But when we go to the idea that we have a woman in this tower who is just a faux Harley Quinn who wants to be Harley Quinn, it just draws up all these ideas that we're still dealing with punchline and what is the ramifications of her story and if she is going to stick around going forward, if she's popular enough to stick around going forward because we haven't done anything with her, really, since the Joker War, except some really lame backups in the Joker. Joker book, and now we have a faux faux Harley Quinn, and I'm like, maybe we are going a go to too much Harley when it's like, you know, this is your draw, a fake Harley Quinn in your Arkham Tower?
3: And seriously, if that is a faux Harley Quinn, which they say, and you would think it is, make her look different. Don't make her look exactly like Harley. It's very odd and the
2: idea what you well, she couldn't wants get? To be I Quinn. like it's why like, look hey, different? no, I'm saying oh, you if it was me. who doesn't look like exactly like you. I'm up dressed like, up as you're Harley. Not Harley Quinn because when you do look at this woman who's jumping out there's like you know, how are you feeling today? Good, excellent. Yeah, well, this is my private place, so go. By, so goodbye, kind of thing. When you look at her, I'm like, holy shit, why is Harley Quinn here?
3: And you know what the funny thing is, the play is like Mariko Tamaki. Hey, I want this character and evolution I'm making. I want Harley Quinn. You can't have Harley Quinn. She's not going to be in there. All right, I'll do something. And again, though, it only lasts the panel. You don't even get your she like. She blew what? up a food court. Uh, oh, I think she's Harley Quinn. And be like, me hey
2: boys, it's me, Harley Quinn. Whoinks. Hey it's dear. like when she bought up the fruit. I'm Harley Quinn. I'm two bananas and a bunny. Come get me. I'm going to kill all these guys. And then three more. Yeah. Holy Kermoles. Quinn. This is me. <laughs> I have a cigar. Holy Kermole, assholes. I do kind of just want a fat guy dressed like Harley just Quinn to a cigar. Can it be
3: me? You asshole, I'm not fatter. How oh, dare you. she says, I just wanted to have a cigar, Eric. I have fantasies. I'll I don't smoke. Okay, thank you. Um. But, yeah, you just go, oh, my God, it's Harley. Why is she? Oh, he just says right away. She thinks she's Harley. All right. And she's like, hey, Good. everybody. Good. Um, yeah. So, again, you show Mr. Freeze right away. Like, ooh, this is bit Now, is, are we going to find he out that? ice coffee, Jim. How you go I'll drink that iced coffee? We're, are we going to find out that that's some other asshole dressed up? What is this, cosplay? What is a Comic-Con? That's Mr. Froze. On? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Frozen. Uh, You end up where then we get. And avulsion, and that's a big deal Because you do have a connection And Batwoman has seen all these things going with that To show that she's a cutter, she is And you end up where she's bad, bad to the bone and and is a violent criminal. You know
2: what? I am wrong with the idea where I thought it was a jump to the thing because now I'm just even pages doing it. Yeah, it
3: was just setting up where they got caught that other time. Exactly,
2: because she talked about it before when we found out that Anna was back on the streets. Like, how is that possible? She did this, this, and now this is just a flashback. For some reason, I was expecting something from this book and I really made it that way in my mind, even though it's not that way, where I expected to jump ahead to where she's taken over Arkham Tower and Batwoman being one of the main draws of this book now with the Bat family. I really thought at first this is her in Gotham Arkham Tower after it had been taken over. But no, this is when she caught her to begin with, yeah.
3: She got out and then killed again, which that happens. With well, this seems the like dorms. the original one. Yeah, and even with that, though, you end up where you did have her meet her. And yeah, you said that. They did play out. Remember when I said Kate never got the memo that she was yeah. let out of prison then, but you realize that maybe the longer wig might not work out with something like this. And you have an emotion go, do you smell some? I feel like there's a smell. All
2: of a, all of a sudden she's, she's agent Smith from the magic. It's a smell. Yeah, <laughs> really?
3: No, it's, it's that, you know, Kate and may have dumped their pants when she saw Mr. Freeze. I don't know, but that even comes up a little later. The idea of the smell and things that, that seems What's to be a clue.
2: and chase about. Hey, um, did did you talk to Anna Volson? She says there's a smell. Is that something? Yeah. On? So what know. is
3: that? What do you think it is? That seems to be a clue of what might be going on, but I don't know.
2: It's it seems very odd. It's going to be all of the mind. Everything we see right oh now. Oh my not god! Really you're there. back to the Outside, mind. There's a thing going on. And there's rotting bodies around, and people don't really know what's going maybe on. Maybe that would be
3: it. I mean, you could see that. Maybe, <laughs> but yeah. The whole thing goes down. Everybody's good. to be- Got to work in a way of the mind somewhere. I guess that's Nero 19 who walks by and gives the, the wave, but they leave him hanging, and he's probably pissed. You don't want to get that guy pissed off, Eric. But all of this he's going down. Yeah, yeah, he's happy. And all this going down to also go with that deal that he had a bad childhood, and he wants to have this tower, and he wants to give this miracle cure to these violent criminals because nobody was there to help his mom. He was able to get past that the system helped him out he wants to pay it back he's paying which is it this is
2: all bullshit by the end because even after you see that you know he's supposed to get a, a um a a van you know drive over to the wayne the martha foundation for children and stuff like that the idea that he just then takes off because he's stolen the social worker harriet london's you know credit card and goes and hangs out with a buddy and it looks like you know a freaking down palace, and buys freaking jewels. And you're saying it.
3: when he was a kid? So yeah, yeah the system didn't help. He took no. advantage. He's not a good kid. He's not. And a good He guy. is taking advantage now. Maybe
2: his yeah. name is to beware. Yeah, yeah. There's and no I way am. he's on.
3: He's not on the up and up. There's there's no way that Just he see is. Idea. When you're
2: sitting there at the end, because he's a nice little kid. He's reading Teen Beat magazine, some Batman comic books. He's talking about how his mom gets violent sometimes, but he still loves her. And he goes off now. He leaves the hospital. He steals her credit card. Hangs out with a Buddy, like Sh- your mom going to get out No, nope, why not because fixing what's wrong with people like my mom is a waste of time this is the basis of his character going forward for the rest of his life because especially then he stops eating pizza just to say
1: fuck her
3: <laughs>
2: and fuck them all he says
3: <laughs> and uh it's kind of a weird deal in that Almost He's like not I, getting better I don't know if you got I got a little bit He's not a part of
2: the Second Chance Crow No, this gave me like a Gary Frank Doomsday
3: Clock feel These panels kind of It kind of was a little neat The way that it did it with that, that flashback deal But you do end up having Kate get her job Her undercover job Dr. As, Frau. As, as Dr. Frow. Uh Again, I guess that uh, Tell might be the idea doesn't look like Doctor Ware really cared much about that. He just wanted to give a tour. Hey, you're hired. All and right. then you have yeah, you have Meridian Chase come in. Well, look
2: Her credentials are easy enough to put on the system, just like Doctor Ware's.
3: That's true. And then you have you know Meridian, Doctor Meridian come in. Doctor Ware, and he says Chase, no, 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 that's Doctor Meridian to you. I didn't go to med school for nothing. And the idea, hey, uh, by the way, I need to speak to that. Elusive Dr. Ocean That I think most people probably forgot about By this point because we never seen him We've never seen Dr. Ocean He's been mentioned he was the guy who has the drugs or whatever this therapy
2: is. Well, oh, that might be tricky to talk to Dr. Russian because he's back to back pharma conferences right now, but I'll get in touch as soon as the thing. Anything else? So, Dr. Aware, and this almost feels like a Salem's Lot situation where you had like Kurt Barlow, who was the Dracula's, the vampire's, the whole thing, and you had his, you know, his manservant striker who was doing all the like day to day labor to try to keep face in the town of Salem's Lot. And then, you know, you have this, the silent partner that nobody saw. So m- maybe it's not out of the mind. Maybe it's a Dracula.
3: And that's <laughs> the like, thing. It, it may. Made- <laughs> be and actually it might even be the Wolfman. i don't know eric the, Wolfman, man, the, Wolfman, the wolf oh, geez, man the, the wolf man Wolfman. Eric keeps going I, I think that is a tell but yeah you even have yes. where dr chase meridian i don't want to call her chase she might get mad at me she ends up saying hey and, and by the way since i can't see the elusive dr ocean who may or may not be real uh anna Ocean said she smelled something uh, whatever so that Weird. is obviously like again mariko tamaki has those kind of tells where she will Push something so is that A real you know big thing Is that but it's so weird that you have A tower you have the guy who won't end up divulging what sort of medication they're giving but the guy who gives it can't be found he's dr ocean i can only think he's aquaman <laughs> and I, you know he's just there hey everybody good,
2: the, the naming conventions ever so far something <laughs> <there>. so <laughs> whoever it is has something to do with something the ocean. something to do with the ocean i'm like it goes cat- back to batman 66 oh, rules
3: yeah. yeah i'm telling you i was sitting there it's like oh ocean sea sea yeah. Catwoman. oh my god it's you
2: know who has some kind of submariner.
3: Why? <laughs> why <laughs> does Doctor Ocean have a trident? And and hey guys, I'm not Aquamans. It's going to be something ridiculous that is involved. It's going to be a
2: weird thing, like, out of nowhere, like, we have it Rick Flagg's Suicide Squad, where he picked up the Fisherman last time, <laughs> so is this going to be the Fisherman <laughs> Dr. Ocean? I, uh Rick, I have to go make, a, like, a, a presentation over Arkham Tower, so could I'll be back to take on Amanda Waller later. Black man.
3: Uh, who knows? It'll be this whole deal. It, it will be something, but you end up going back to HQ, and this is another thing. This is just quick, but it does annoy me with Mariko Tamaki, where instead of coming up with stuff, she just ends up saying, This happened. You have to go with it. They end up down in the micro caves. One of with Batman's one of his micro caves. The problem is, it seemed like most of them were blown up. You could, you didn't have to go to exactly where Mister Worth blew up the tunnels. He he has other, but instead they go. Oh man, it's good that we fixed these tunnels after they explode. You didn't need to do that.
2: You could have been anywhere. You could have pushed somewhere. I just want to see the situation where, you know, from what we saw in Detective Comics, where Bruce Wayne went into the sewers and he has a setup here where Kate Kane can grab a hold of the wall, one of the side of the walls of the sewer, push it in like it's a goddamn Temple of Doom and Indiana Jones trap. And then a, a panel opens up where there's another room inside we have all these computer systems set up for Oracle to sit. Which getting down there with the canes that we see her with and Batgirl's goes to be a problem. But the idea that what we saw is that Batman is down there with a freaking pickaxe getting the work. How did he put all
3: this together? You know what the funniest thing is? Even when the guy doesn't have money, they're taking advantage of his hard work. <laughs> Let's go to those micro caves. They're kind of nonsense, but. It, he did that with his blood sweat. The thing is, the, the
2: badass there. part about this, like you know, I love me a proper back cave because badass. But the sewer entrance where you, hit, like you know, just pushing a panel on the wall, just the freaking door opens to like a catwalk down. This sewer entrance and this whole back cave it is this micro cave. It's actually kind of badass.
3: It is, but it's right in the middle of like I mean, you can have like a, a place that isn't actually. There with the sewer water. Well, I mean, right the behind se- there, you well, got the, the sewer is, water. You
2: had all that stagnant water that was just leaking down in the back cave as it was, and there were freaking bat droppings everywhere. It was just a hazard to begin with. This ain't that much worse, you know? I think Annavulsion
3: smells the sewer water. I think that that's the whole deal. I think that when she's saying that, she actually ends up
2: smelling well, it. Well, hopefully on, that's maybe the case. Because I was maybe just going to say, like, you know, else there. Why don't we just go like back DAS to where, or something? Like, why don't we just go back to where Barbara Gordon is with the Batgirls right now? If you want to talk to her, why does she have to come down here and be Oracle here and not from home?
3: Yeah, I don't know. I guess you have to have your own thing and tight. And I mean, just to get that last bit of Mister Worth deal out. What,
2: what happened to Mr. Worth? Eh, he's doing billionaire <laughs> stuff. He's, you know, mourning his daughter somewhere. Uh, but no, I, I think is, he's at the missile-launching range. I don't know if Anna Volshin's smelling something would be that because it seems to be, you know, the, the interview for Dr. Farrell Kate Kane's impersonation of, like, this character. But this would be the first time that she would be there like this. So I – and Meridian uh, – Chase Meridian was talking about how she has had these things. So I don't but think it would be that. that's the
3: problem you also might already have. I mean, we don't know what Huntress is doing at this point either. She may already well, even be embedded. That, we that too. Dick Grayson's
2: going to be like some kind of uh, you know,
3: and he may have been in and out. I don't know, but it's just weird to have that water there. I'm like, probably sting, but we'll see. We'll see what it is. But with that, they end up. Hey, we went online and found his uh, you know his degree. And again, why not look? Why did it just pop up? Why couldn't they find it before? Where is it from? Is it legit? It just ends up. Well, I saw it here. I I think he got it from a prince from I don't know. He wants me to put my credentials in and give him. He's going to give me a million dollars. But you end up having this whole deal set up, and then they're going to go and embed themselves in, and they want to know what's up with, you know, Dr. Ocean.
2: Well, even that, it's a weird thing that Nightwing says when he shows up for the idea, like, did you see her? She's there. She's a patient. I didn't see her, Nightwing. Did you look? I will. Like, who is that important to Nightwing that he needs to know if she's inside Arkham Tower and stuff like that? Like, is Defacer going to be in there?
3: I actually, I, I think they're talking about Huntress. I think that, cause she's not there. And I think that they're talking about. Why would Dick be all about the idea, like, you know, is she there? Did you even look for her? Yeah, I, that's weird. I, I don't know. We'll have to see. Again, but the problem that I
2: have here going to the next issue sudden, when we get somebody, done somebody from arkham tower is still in Bitewing, bite wing and like is she there is she there all of a sudden you have a, a extended scene the yeah. dog is three-legged obviously it's crazy yes <laughs> oh my
3: god um the idea of this though and the thing that worries me about stuff like this we only have these first two issues so we'll have to see how the lay of the land is but you're already jumping around timelines you're already jumping around different things there so Is this going to be easy where we're like, okay, next issue, we go, oh, that's who he must have been, or are we going to jump around so much that we lose track of some of these little bits, and little bits, and will that be a problem, or is is Mariko Tamaki, because you could play that in a way that you do lay down some crumbs, but then you kind of get people, and then when it all ends, oh my god, he did mention that at that point, that might be a good play to do it, but... It seems like the story's gonna jump around a lot in the days and things like that. So I hope that things that are set up, the idea, do you smell that and all that?
2: He started out on day number seven of things going on like this. So we don't know what the bat family has known up to that point, and then we jump to day twenty four where everything went tits up. So now we're just gonna build on that for the idea that, you know, they know some things, they have some things in the works, and hopefully with each issue like we did with this, even with the background of Dr. Ware, we will get these crumbs laid out for us And have a better storytelling method Because I like the way this is depicted more than the first issue
3: I do, it's just a, The weird play too would be like We don't even know really what went We know that all oh, hell broke loose in day 24 We don't know what led I, I wish that we knew maybe at this point A little more so we could see Ooh, That's going to screw them later or Whatever. We'll still see some things like that We'll see how it goes But you already said then we go in the flashback And see uh, old Toby to beware uh, going boy, and Rob. stealing and no, his boy Rob, and stealing the credit card, getting some pizza, lying that it was his mom's, and then saying F her, F everybody. So he doesn't seem to be in with the healing as much as he was playing out. But then we go to this backup. Well, I was an the
2: backup, kid too, maybe. Maybe he grew up a little bit, Jim. Maybe. I mean, he I'm could. At this, I just went back to look at this because I really wondered why Anna Volshin cut off his ring finger in the first issue, Dr. Ware, before she threw him off a building to kill him. I was really hoping that for some reason that that finger scanner was actually like, you know, he used his ring finger there or something like that. So that's not he used his thumb. So that's not that case. OK, we'll have to see.
3: Uh, then we have the backup House of Gotham. This is chapter two. It's going concurrently with the Shadows of the Bat deal. And it's by Matthew Rosenberg, uh, art by Fernando Blanco, Jordi Bellar on colors and Rob Lay on letters. And we're getting the boy the boy the boy and again it's this is a kid who ends up seeing his parents get killed by the joker he can't you know kind of get in his head that when batman showed up he showed up to be good so he's a little confused you get kind of a little play here that i thought was a little overdone with harley quinn being his doctor no initial yeah initial counselor saying oh you can't go between what is good and bad i'm like mm, okay the thing but- is
2: I, I like aspects of this with batman doing his thing and getting back out there the joker like almost killing him and alfred being all sassy bitch about yeah. it like oh, alfred yeah, does what yes, I love. he does but when you have the thing like the worst part about the story at the end is like man we ain't got nobody to take care of you night social services well they close right now kid we're gonna take you to the local insane asylum to hang out for the <laughs> night so, like, that's the worst part about the last issue, Backup. And we have this when Dr. Zell was just wondering about, oh, my God, did you see the Joker? Did you see the Batman? How does that make you feel? And then the kid just, like, walks down the hall because he has to go to the bathroom. And there's Clayface just walking around with freaking janitor equipment mopping the floors because, obviously, he's the best person leaving fucking Clay everywhere. I mean, he's the, idea- he's, he's the worst. He's mopping up himself. <laughs> so, when we have this situation where ba- Batman shows up, and, you know, I mean, Bruce Wayne shows up, but the idea that... Clayface is a dangerous monster killer. That we have here, he's an insane asylum, and for some reason they don't—they have him out and about to the point where he could sit down and play with the boy. He is, you know, decent guy. He just wants to sit there and talk with the boy and play with him, which I like that. But when you have this thing that can, you know, shape change, can do all these different things, we don't know what kind of power dampeners are there. He should not be here. He should be locked up and not being able to. Lock. But when it's just everybody calling him a monster, like the orderlies, what they're going to do to take out the Clay Monster? We pulled out our nightsticks. Get back, monster! <laughs> like, what are you going to do, assholes? Yeah, really?
3: What are you going to do? And and what's just a mess. Up, I thought that you, you played that up pretty well with that. Uh, I also did like the idea that, I mean, Clay Basie, this is back in the day. This is, you know, a little bit. And you end up having him, you know, trying to do what's right. He's the janitor there. He's going. And he looks, I thought Fernando Blanco did a really good job the way he looks, especially when he's got them crazy teeth at first. But he is being nice and the idea that this isn't a place of healing at all. It's you know get back in your cell monster But yeah what are they going to do I like what Bruce gets the kid The boy the boy. they walk away as it looks like there might be some murder And going on right behind him I also like the idea Bruce ends up having the biggest shiner I've ever seen since Rocky And goes yeah, hey get me concealer. Get me that touch up concealer I'm like that is still swollen so bad I wish he would have cut me Cut me Mickey and you that end bad. up where he goes. You look at it when he's sitting there. It is bad when he's there at the computer. It's huge, but it doesn't matter. And he ends up where, yeah, this isn't a really good place of healing. And I'm going to take this boy and I'm going to send him to where he should be okay where he's going to go to like you know a Wayne it's such
2: a funny idea to me though for where we are so early in this because the Joker is still kind of newish to Gotham like Batman still so, like it seems like he underestimates him at times and that's why he was able to get the upper hand on want here. hear but now like when Bruce Wayne comes in to find the boys like we're going to send him to the Martha Wayne Foundation for you know boys and stuff like that the boys home and I just think of myself when Jason Todd was like, you know, first to like, you know, after post crisis, when it's like, all right, you're going to go to Ma Gunn's home for boys and stuff like that, where Jason would realize that she's a bad lady freaking using these kids. And I'm like, why Why didn't you send him to that, you know, the orphanage or like just the boys' home that was based off of your mother?
3: I think basically the problem is going to be we're going to find out that they're one and the same, that that's not going to be good for this boy. I, well, mean, I imagine it's just seem to go right. I saw
2: this woman who seems to run this orphanage boys' home thing, she looked like Ma Gunn to me. I'm I know, like, what is this? Her.
3: Yeah, this, uh, this doesn't look like it's going to go well, and it's going to be that idea that, hey, there's Bruce. He's new. You know what I mean? He's doing his thing. He's fighting the Joker and whatnot, and he's, he's trusting people to be good. And I think that even somebody – how mad will he get if this ends up where the Martha Wayne – Home for Boys is not on the up and up, and he's really going to be. I feel pissed, like we so. did
2: that somewhere before, just because he was so focused on Batman. He like all these other things, like in the Wayne name, do stuff. The idea, like, I feel like there was something along the lines that we dealt with, for, like within the last decade or so, and, like and along those I'm lines. guessing we
3: may not get that. What happened if the rest of the story? Twelve issues of a deal where he's like, this is the best. <laughs> he's just having fun. Good to see the boy have a we great life. We played kickball today, and I did some fingerpaints. He picks. Likes, this he was loves awesome. his
2: adopted family of the yes, boys' home. Yes, does at the
3: boys' home. All the boys were singing "Hard Knock Life," but we're doing it with a taste of irony because it is such a great time we're having. <laughs> but we know how to play the game here. Ah, yes. Yeah, so
2: this Gotham's not going to work out like that. And,
3: and also, you end up having this mag gun, like you know, head of the thing. She's doing one of those one cut films, so they can put it on TikTok. Oh, it'd be great, Eric. Everybody's having a grand milk. Well,
2: She's not bigger than in gin. I think everything will be all right. That is <laughs> What are you thinking back at your teeth? No, no, hard knock <laughs> life for right the,
1: the, the home that Andy was in. <laughs> I
3: know. Oh, my goodness gracious. Ah, oh, yes, but that is the end of that. Uh, what would you give it?
2: Thing is, I like this a lot more than we got last issue. I'm like that we're not jumping back and forth through the timelines because I found that a bit jarring going through. But I like the stuff that we're doing, the characters. If, if Kate Kane had a better disguise all the way through here, we didn't have to deal with a Harley Quinn, like, lookalike who wants to be Harley Quinn. And this is not a bad issue. Detective Comics might be one of the best issues that we've had of Detective Comics in a long time. So I'm going to go for my initial one and give it 7.5 out of 10.
3: I think I'll match you at 7.5. I still think that Mariko Tamaki is cutting corners. The idea that nobody seems to even bat an eye. That all this is going on without any stats They finally, they, you know, the Bat family finally finds something But you could even think that that is, like you said, planet then I think that the play might have been better if the idea that this is something that Batgirl, Oracle, Barbara says Oh, I had to go into extra steps that you would say, well, she'd be able to find some stuff without You know, that Deb Donovan might not be able to But also... Just things, and you can't get angry. You even said, how is Barbara getting down there? One book, the Batgirl's book, she can barely move. But we also have that whole deal with Seer and stuff, and some of these things are feeling disjointed. I'm not going to count it uh, against any of the books or whatnot, but it, it does get it does get annoying, though, when things just seem to be played one way in one book and another way in another. And it, Wait it, till it we does can die get in Batman. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, with all that going so long down, to I'm, still, <laughs> I'm still going, 7.5, like you said. And and the art
2: looks great. I thought I was going to be very upset that Dan Morrow was off this book, but I actually really enjoyed the way yeah, this book looks looked good, as well. And
3: it, it looks good, and I actually thought that the backup... The
2: backup's okay. It's, this issue's weird with they're what they're doing. It's
3: not infuriating anymore. This, this whole, is no Midnight I don't know, no. no agreed.
2: The backup's not as bad as anything like that. Just the idea I'm still mad that they sent a small boy who watched <laughs> his parents get killed to Arkham Asylum so and just hang out with Clayface.
3: Well, soon enough, we're going to find out that Batman also puts, you know, an abused dog right in the line of fire. But that's just that's me. Fine. He's like, dog. That's me, yeah. So we're going to go to that next book, which will have that story that I saw a lot of people applauding. It is Batman. How years Urban ago? Urban Legends number eleven. We're gonna. We're not gonna get into that fight again, are we? We'll, no. we'll talk to it when we get. We end up You'll having the my first side story. Now. The first story, which is Batman and Zatanna in Bound <laughs> to Our Will, part one of six, is written by Vita Ayala, with art by Nicola Sizemirzeje, uh, colors by Nick Collardi <sighs> and letters by Steve Nielands. And this ends up being a cool concept, just a concept of. I love when you get to see the connection between Zatanna and Bruce Wayne, Batman. I, I really like that. I like. Yeah, that. Yeah, used to like it. Well, they had a, a little bit of the romance, boyfriend oh, girlfriend yeah. kind it of there. It was a in great idea
2: that we had this whole connection, friendliness since you know young years of Bruce Wayne and Zatanna from his time training with Zatara and stuff and like yeah, that. And going was the whole connection. And that was a great aspect. And the thing is, it was rocked and almost shook to its freaking foundation when Identity Crisis came out and then Batman realized what Zatanna and the rest of the league had done including to him. And it took years for him to get over that aspect in the pre-Flashpoint continuity. And Now we have this situation where every year Zatanna and Bruce Wayne have to get together and Superman has noticed this where they go off and do something and then they can't look at each other for months on end Afterwards, and they seem like changed people, and this happens every year, and we just find out that they share this connection where once every year they have to stop the world from ending that they caused when they were teenagers or early twenty year olds, and it just ruins their freaking relationship for me completely with the way that not only does Batman seem like he hates Atana for all this, but just the idea that they can't even look at each other for months. Well, doesn't this make goes
3: sense down. to me because they end up going off, and they have, and Vidiya does the deal, a nice place, a simpler time, and you see the setup where they're. You know, goofy little teenagers, Zatanna's working Look, some goofy magic. Goofy little
2: teenagers. Look, as soon as you start cutting the freaking head, your blood on getting blood hey, from your freaking palm of your hand and putting I'm it into a jar. I'm not here to judge what's
3: happening.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not here.
2: Candles. Right? They're re- they're releasing the Sanderson sisters and re- doing even worse shit.
3: I mean, seriously, they both have hepatitis. You know that. I mean, <laughs> that's a given. I don't even know what hepatitis is. Like,
2: oh. I don't even know what to say because you are cutting the palm of your hand, and I have no idea why anybody does that because it's just the worst place to get your hand cut. Putting that into a jar, but then for some reason. Rooster zatata he's biting their biting their lip, and then blood is freaking running down. I'm like, what is that doing? Are you just excited to see the other bloody psychopaths?
3: And so with this, it was one of those where they want to have a little bit of the mind meld going, <laughs> so they do that. Well, they did.
2: They want to add it, people spell. People go to any lengths to try to say like, oh, we have to be really connected before we have sex. All right, do yeah, you? know? Yes,
3: I mean really. And so this is when they're, they're younger. really connected. So they end up Fuck. opening up <laughs> something. You don't even get it. Looks like a portal. I have No, no even, idea what this is. It even looks a little like the tear. Of the like, no, no, no. The in the multiverse. It's played out. No, no, it's way
2: better than tearing in the multiverse because that is just like a thin, thinly sketched lightning bolt.
3: So they end up, bound to our this will, is the bound, end of bound the to our world. deal. they end up
2: stopping it.
3: Somehow they realize afterwards that each year they have to go back and make sure they stop it again at that same exact time. Now, with that, I can't think of anything in my mind that would make them not be able to see each other eye to eye or, you know, unless... I don't know because they go to do this because they're saving the world. Yeah, they they done messed up. They are the cause. But they yeah. do it together, but I don't get this idea of I can't look at her for two months. Superman realizes this and plays up like he's you know grandpa. Hey, I don't know what's going on, but you guys and we have a team here, and I don't like how you look at her there, and I better not see that again. Even Batman Ghost to Zatanna, he gave me the shovel talk. Yeah, even and, that,
2: I had to look up what the shovel talk was. Well, I can think is I knew what they were getting at, but I've never heard it referred to as the shovel talk. But apparently, it is a thing. But the my idea
3: that shovel talk is not Clueless, by the way, that's just okay. Me. But yeah, that's but just God. the
2: idea that we have to have Superman on top of I, I'm telling you, I hate what this does to Batman and Zatana's dynamic and long term friendship they had. Because I no, I might be on the freaking outside here, but maybe one day they can get together. I don't know if you not. Maybe you're a I don't mind Batman stand, but whatever, a black canary Batman stand. I don't I know. Mean, and,
3: and while that's all going on, if Constantine wants to join in, I think they're both up for it, Eric. It'll enough, be a, but it'll be a hell of a time, so like right? A
2: Superman, the best friend of Bruce Wayne, Batman. Here, has to say. You know what you, you treat her right bruce you don't take advantage of her like you know, who the fuck are we talking to right now i know he's like really like seriously i'll well, be a perfect gentleman superman i'm like i don't know who these characters are but i don't like them
3: and even then i'll be a perfect gentleman no how about this superman we're going to a rift that we have caused as teens and we have to go each year just stop it superman could say hey you want my help you're not good with magic buddy stay back boom and so with that, it does remind me of that Wonder Woman, Batman, super friends deal you of the Wonder me Woman. Me and I'm like,
2: I, for some reason, I always just kind of dismiss what you, you tell me. You always dismiss like this, me. I know, maybe I'm an asshole. Maybe that's what happens. But the thing is, you're right. And I, I, I get the feeling of this as well. You have Batman and Zatanna instead of Batman and Wonder Woman who have to go and stop demons for like the end of the world from happening. The Gentleman Switch is having that character. He never did anything for that story. So it does feel a lot like that.
3: Yeah. And again, I'm not a big Tom King fan. There's a spoiler alert, <laughs> right? But yet these stories, and there's the other one later. They're showing me that Tom King has a bit of talent here. Besides, you know what's going on here.
2: A similar story that's worse than one we already hate. That's a problem. Huh.
3: I mean, you could pick any Beck song because you hate Beck. I do. Have me and you grab some instruments and try to play that song. It's definitely going to be worse. You might have a <laughs> bit of an appreciation for Beck then, and that's what this feels like. But even then. The setup is, and uh, you want to go with another thing here? You want to go a little Tom king S deal? It reminds me of that Brave in the Mold in the aspect of the concept here is just Bruce and Zatanna, Batman's a ta- You don't go any further from that, really, in this first issue, and you're trying to give that wow factor. We've seen this done so much better other times. And like you said, the idea of we can't, they, you don't look at each other afterwards. You're pissed at each other, even when they're going. Batman seems like a jurgling, hey, did you figure anything out this year? You jerk,
2: you lazy ass. And she's like, I think so. Well, she's doing a new spell to try to make sure that they don't have to keep doing this nonsense and maybe, you know, not have to look at each other like assholes three months out of the year or something like that. When you have all this go down and you see what actually happens when they try to up the
3: ante, they even say this, you know, this crazy spell and the effects, it's spreading. We're going to have to stop this. We need to stop this now. And when they do it, anything happening in any of this where you would think that they go back to the the Hall of Justice and they can't look at each other in the face. I don't get any of that. And it never feels. The idea that they were you know, little school kids giggling and trying to do their little math. Maybe they were in their 20s. Yeah, even so, but it <laughs> doesn't. Yeah. Now, yeah, like if, teenagers. if it was something that they were older and they should have known, maybe they should have known better, but it never gets to a point where I think, oh, I see why they don't like to look at each other later. Now, shit goes wrong. We also didn't even mention at the beginning you just have some kid randomly running around Gotham and jumps into a, a trash bin and gets taken, uh, you know, by evil Nazi looking scientist deal. Uh, really? Indescript yeah, Nazi's evil yeah, scientist that's what lady. I, saw. I don't even get to see what it, it's so weird. All these things are just thrown at you uh and then by the end like as it, we then, said
2: that too and i moved past that point and I'm completely right, because it doesn't feel like it belongs in this story and then as soon as we get to the hall of justice we started talking it was like i completely like took it out of my mind and forgot about it completely, here's the right. weirdest
3: thing about this story and a thing i saw dc and the editor of this book ended up tweeting out and saying hey everybody check out the lead story from the this week's Batman: Urban Legends, but no. it was the Mark Russell story. That's weird. That she said. That's the yeah. That's not the lead. It seemed weird, right? So when I opened this up as we're going to record, I thought, oh my god, maybe they shifted it around and the real copy ends up having. I'm like, oh no, no, that was that bullshit at the beginning. That meant nothing. So you end up where
2: they try to do the spell. It's not working. Well, I the thought thing is, it did work. It seems like it because it looked like it was a freaking like you know. Stitches going across, you know, magical stitches closing the gap of the end of the world right now. And they're like, they have done everything they need. They have actually saved the world. But for some reason, what they have done now, where it seems like it is what they have been trying to do for years, the like magical ripples where everybody, Dr. Fate, Constantine, everybody feels it throughout the world. And then the heroes are just kind of knocked out, and they're, like, approached by somebody who seems to be evil, but Induscript who knows? Nazi Exactly. Lady. But you don't even see her face again, so I can't even say it's the same person. I,
3: she's like, anybody be able to fill up this inkwell? I want to do some calligraphy. <laughs> she's got
2: to. <laughs> it just seems whatever they finally did to achieve the goal that they've been trying to do for years is the worst thing possible. Yeah,
3: that's what it seems. Again, I thought that what we we're going to get, and again, very cliché. I thought we were going to get a little Freaky Friday action. I thought that the idea of them combining... And they'd have to
2: switch. Nondescript Nazi scientist, a woman, whatever it was, was whatever they let out the first time. And now they've done this because right before the portal looks like it's closing, or if, if it does indeed close, because I can't really tell from the action involved in this. Because even at the one point, you have all these different artifacts that I've never seen before in any of the freaking stuff they've done. But it looks like you might have two people walking out of the portal with their crackle, crackle. And maybe this, like, we're just opened up a breach to another world where everybody dresses like nondescript scientists. Maybe from Nazi they Germany. get
3: that. I don't know. It, it ended up a like, reminding me of stuff like, I don't know, like, auto-nets type deal. Because even when
2: you had to say, like, really, you've made it this easy, too easy, girl, and it looks like there might be a multiple people behind this person, and I have no idea what's going on.
3: I would not be shocked if all of a sudden Spiral is winning now, because it <laughs> reminds me of that whole auto-nets yeah. nonsense. That's what it looks like. And so, yeah, I thought we might get some Freaky Friday. I thought you were going one would be stuck in the others, mind, all these things, but you
2: don't. But still, the end of the world, and I don't know. All of magic knows about it. Cersei, Constantine, Doctor Fate, and even Madame Xanadu. The
3: last bit of nonsense Superman had to deal with was, "Oh, Superman, there, Batman, you better not dare nail the Satanists." I'll get you. All right, buddy. Just going to end the world instead. Yeah, all right. But, you know, that ends that way. Then we move on to the next story. And and if you didn't like that first one, we, we got a good one here. We got White Witch and Stigma Part 1 of 3 by Ram V. With art by Anand Aradhakrishnan, and uh, that's it. Colors by John now Pearson. It. Letters by I did a bit of cars, so you end up having the White Witch. Which the thing set is, up I fairly. think from
2: what people would think, like the idea that you have a Batman's a story. And guess what, everybody, you have a White Witch story. And if people know who the White Witch is, or might think they do know about the world, they might be excited about this. Personally, I'm not because just the idea where you almost like you know feel like you're winter soldiering the White Witch up even yeah, more than she what was right now. It is. Doesn't do anything because we feel so far removed from this and we just end up doing what we did with everything there in James Tynan's run and even what feels like in the Catwoman run where everybody is just connected to everybody who's important in what yeah, you're doing. That's at the all time. it is.
3: And so with that, it's not a big deal to say, okay, remember that character? Ooh, they knew that character when they were, that's what they keep doing. Plus, the idea of White Witch shows up. She ends up showing up on the scene before the magistrate hits it, It's one of those things where Seemed to be there to kill Catwoman, yeah, but that was as the time where Father Valley seemed to have stepped away, he was going to leave, but then I guess they thought it was a hit. He comes back, White Witch disappears. So, we and you even said each issue of Catwoman, where'd that White Witch go? All of a sudden comes back, I shouldn't have asked because at one point you're saying, Oh, it's like the Ant Man Wasp villain, the idea of phasing things like that, then she comes back. In the whole fear state Now she's got multiple clones All over the place Being taken down like a schmuck Then at the very end You have Ghostmaker realize, oh my god And says the name Ria Oh my god uh," And now we get to this And it is It's totally Winter Soldiering a
2: character That is nowhere near it's not Bucky As important Barnes. as Bucky
3: Barnes. I
1: mean, well, this the is of Here's nothing. the
2: background that we have. We have somebody who, like you know, was in the military but didn't play well with others. She was dismissed, but because of how well she was at killing people, she was brought into another organization. But during this time of finding how how to end up killing people, she is put in with Bruce Wayne and Ghostmaker on their trek to become the best there is at what they do, and what they do is not pretty. But eventually, when she gets as good as she is at this, Simon Stane gets a hold of her. I don't know if she ends up dying, but they get a DNA and they just keep cloning the White Witch over and over again. And with each one they do, they give her a different superpower. And at the time that she has done the mission that she needs to complete, they murder her. But with each subs- subsequent Yokun know, they have, for some reason, that one, by the end, seems to remember what the last one remembered, so I have no idea what's happening.
3: It's like that, you know, Edge of Tomorrow yeah. movie, but it's not even just like that. It's also the idea of a rat, you know, learning a maze, and then you feed the others the rat, and then they know the maze. That whole nonsense, i got to do what Simon Says
2: tells me, but you know what? I'm remembering some shit I'm not supposed to remember.
3: And that's what it, it just keeps being. the. You oh, know, he's going
2: to kill me, but at whatever. At one point, Makes I wanted to look,
3: look at her hands. Oh, my God. Who was it? Because she's like, I remember this. Why should I? An audio cassette. The, the way it plays out, it's again, Ranvi barely having a story in my mind and wanting to try to stretch it out for as much as he can, and it's just destroying it, and I don't and this
2: care. this style of the art just makes it like, really drab because the majority of it is just like weird blue narration boxes with just this painted style just breaking up the things here and there's not a lot of motion to anything because it is that painted style and it's not something i care about why is there some writers why are
3: there some creators that you end up where they can say hey i'm gonna write something that's ambiguous as shit it's not even gonna be a story i'm gonna get art that looks like crap but people are gonna think it's mind-bending like, oh my God, did you see that? How it, it was, oh my, no, th- this is nothing. And it's a character that I don't think anybody cares about. And I don't ever expect to see after this three issues. It's just the idea, hey, you had that character you wanted to have in Catwoman. We kind of screwed you with the fear state. Then you get kicked off the book. Here you go, three issues. And I do think it this is kind of It does kind bother of bother a- me,
2: though, that you have this new person come in, Rhea, as the White Witch, and she's about to become a more dangerous tool to this person than she ever was before. And one of the other, like, two of the other tools- uh, Makoa, Mika- who turns out to be the Ghostmaker, and mm-hmm. also Bruce Wayne but you're like oh that's Mikaela he turns he's he's gonna be alright and you know he kind of likes to go by the ghost maker and, by the way I'm millionaire Bruce Wayne like, why are you giving away all this information because right now I don't know like why you're outing yourself as this person when you're trying to keep a secret identity to a degree to be this person that you want to become this vigilante even though you don't know it's a Batman yet like, Ghostmaker, he wears a mask all the time. He doesn't want Ghost you giving out the information.
3: really, really seemed like, in my mind, the only person he ever let live that knew his real name was Bruce. I well, mean, it, it, really, like. it really felt like nobody knew this. And he's just, hey, that
1: Bruce guy over telling there, everybody. Get this. He calls himself the Ghostmaker. Oh, my God. We his make fun of him in the locker. He's McCullough. What a jerk. Which is worse.
3: Am I right? I'm Bruce Wayne. You know, I, I'm supposed to be missing right now, but hey, how
2: you doing? The only thing that's missing is like, and you know what? I'm really afraid of bats right <laughs> up. but one day I might use that fear. I don't know yet. I'm here. I'm going to work some vengeance and try
3: to get the idea that, you know, avenge my parents' death. No,
2: I like justice.
3: Do, do you know anything? What What do you think criminals are like? Uh, they're a cowardly lot. I'm going to use that. Let me get my <laughs> notebook. Cowardly lot. All right. Hey Ghostmaker, I'm gonna call you Cowardly Lot from now on. Fuck you. There it is. The end. Uh, but yeah, it's it's nonsense. We go to the next story, though. This is something that me and you were a little more excited about. Because me and you, and you actually turned me on to the idea sure that did. there was the National Comics imprint, which is very odd, was in 2012 and you ended up having a bunch of one shots. Yeah, one-shots where they were reinventing, it was almost like a Hey, you got the new 52. These characters aren't big enough, but what the hell? We had a lot of stuff like that because
2: out of nowhere, you'd have like the Huntress, like, you know, what was that? Like cross crossbows and crossroads. And yes, you also had the human bomb, the ray, like weird little exactly. side stories that were going on concurrently with the new 52. And even this feels like one of those DC Comics Presents aspects, but doing it outside of the normal new 52 status at the time.
3: And these are in, and you could go, and it's Jeff Lemire, who most people really like. So Should he do. ends up having eternity which is a revamp of kid eternity for the new 52 the new continuity and if you do go you can search these out in the app if you have the dc the old kid eternity is kind of a jerk yeah so you end up having this new and this does play off right from there where you end up having this kid go from new york to gotham thinking oh man gotham will be better he works in the morgue yeah he works in the morgue also the big thing is eric he talks to dead people oh my god
2: he sees them but he also talks to america he, he's there so. so funny the idea that this was going on and that they had to the show i zombie on the cw and that's all it really reminds yeah, me of the god. idea of like okay we're gonna get to the bottom of who your killer is because i can talk to the ghosts of these dead people and stuff like that and this the idea that she would eat the brains and have the memories and stuff like that really thoughts it feels very similar
3: and so you have this where you have this kid and he ends up being able to you know, talk to dead people, see them, and he's going with the idea where he gets a little info. He's trying to push the police that way, but they think he's overstepping. It's it's a nice little intro in my mind, and I saw some people were interested in this and actually want more of the character. I don't think we're going to ever get more than just this three-part story, but again, you can go read that National Comics Jeff Lemire deal. In That's the though, it's very, very quick. Uh, I wanted a little more. By the end, I was not upset about it. I like it as a setup, but it just didn't
2: have enough. It wasn't a great first part to me. And the, the idea that we have, like, going through the apartment building and who his neighbors are, and it feels like even though it's a continuation of where we left off essentially a decade ago, this Is the first continuation of that? And it feels like he's just still here in the first week and doesn't know anybody and doing things and just. Well, that's what it seems that he just moved
3: and they're just going to play. And with it's the such idea a weird idea he... just
2: for me and you because I just still see this as a continuation of where we left off a decade ago in that Kid Eternity book.
3: I have a feeling because talking to people, a lot of people were impressed with this. I think maybe. Reading that first, me and you reading that, Jeff Lemire, we screwed maybe, ourselves. That, maybe that threw us off because that was a more complete story, too. It was a longer story. Again, you set up. So we're going to a setup here, but it does seem disjointed. It seems like there should have been more like we're waiting for. Well, what would you do
2: for 10 years there, pal? <laughs> well, not even that even a comic book time. I feel like he's been should be at least in Gotham at least a year or two from yeah, where I left. him. It's
3: just he got this job there. And I think it might be throwing us off because, like I said, a lot of people are Enjoying this And you get the setup He wakes up in the morgue Very It's very zombie esque Where you have this deal Where somebody is Seemingly going around And he killing people He died and woke up
2: And came back with the power
3: And so he goes And the big thing is He has You know The Gotham PD They kind of think That then the one guy With him you Overstepping morgue boy Yeah he's overstepping power. And also
2: with that too For some reason It feels almost like Dexter The first two seasons Where like the cops Are always on his ass Or even so like Detective Sergeant Dokes, The idea like What you doing lab geek yeah, and it's Detective
3: Sal who just—he doesn't seem weirded out by me. Just Russ, thinks that he, hey, why are you always at these crime scenes? And he's, well, I—I I ended up looking. There was water in the head of this decapitated body, but he's also talking to him, so he does it tell my family I think that the i think that the problem here is you don't get a lot of the wow factor of that talking well not dead only people that it's just like even that. the
2: setup feels like forced like you're supposed to know more than you should at times in this book and what you're dealing with doesn't really feel like it gets set up except for at the end like all right i'm a guy i talk to dead people the, like my uh the cops that i work for they kind of don't like me poking around as much as i am my apartment kind of sucks Oh, in this, this hot ass neighborhood she's dead now i'm like I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about this setup.
3: Maybe even the landlord might be a serial killer. I don't know.
2: because no, he's just he an asshole.
3: I, just the idea that he was in the apartment. He goes, hey, don't go off on me. I was just fixing that. I'm no, like, no,
2: no, you weren't. You were snooping around, you piece yeah, of what shit. What were you doing,
3: stuff. you asshole? Uh, that reminds me I of... A, I
2: had a freaking maintenance man that did it one time out of nowhere. It's like when Jess was home to it, she wasn't supposed to be. All of a sudden, the key opens up the door. Like He walks in like, oh, wrong floor. I'm like, wrong floor? Really? <laughs> No
3: ticket You end up where in college I ended up the guy in my band uh, What was his name? Brian Holy crap it's getting too long ago Brian ended up dating this girl And her dad was in Vietnam I don't know the whole story It seemed like it was a little made up But the guy ended up having a Pretty much an octabong, a big hookah deal.
2: Okay, this is called a hookah. I'm like, what the hell is this an octabong?
3: This thing was crazy. It had eight of these
2: hoses. Yeah, I yeah. didn't
3: get involved. I don't like that stuff, Eric, but it was impressive. It's called fun. It actually was. It was huge, too. And they had it, and he, hey, can I borrow that? Whatever. I'd like to get high. And he ended up, I think, that I, don't the, trust that guy. I think that the dad was there and left it with Brian. Like, yeah, right. you guys, you know, go at it, right? Hey, have fun. Their landlord stole it. And it became a thing. It almost became well, yeah, you like can't, a, You can't talk about that. You can't report them to the police because you have paraphernalia and fucking stuff in there. Things started going down. I thought we were going to have a John Wick situation at one point because now we have an the ex-military guy. He's He wants to get involved. It's like the big Lebowski out of nowhere. I'm telling you. I, I'm like, I'm out of here. Well, I'm Luke not going really to tie the room together. Oh, my, it did. <laughs> it really did. And I don't think they ever got it. I, what are you going to do? Agreed. You can't really do anything. So, yeah. And uh, I think that,
2: but no, you rub shit all over his doorknob. No, what so you, you do deal. is
3: what you do is break up with that girl, so you don't have to deal with it anymore. And that's what that's what he ended up doing. Uh, but you end up where, yeah, somebody's dead at the end. This girl, and you get these weird connections with the people. And I guess what you're supposed to think at this moment is like, okay, who's alive, who's dead? We'll have to figure it out. You have that, but he'll be able to go and ask this girl possibly how she died, who was there, because she ends up, hey, what are you doing? But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. The cat doesn't like him, Eric. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, it's okay. I, I said a lot of people ended up saying to me that they were really impressed with it and liked that one. I, I wouldn't be impressed maybe, more. Yeah, I think that maybe we are already past this point. We need to get some more. So, hopefully, next issue kind of goes forward and gives us something. We get the last part of this, the trap, Eric. I've heard of those traps. You end up that's by Mark Russell, Art by Carl Mostert. Colors by Trish Mulville and Letters by Steve Watts. And it is the start of what, and it's weird because this is a super pet story that's being played, but you call it The Trap. I think it's just I mean, Super Pets Part One. It's a six issue deal here.
2: Look, I've already read this in Batman Annual Number One when freaking Tom King it's was right you know what? Story. The thing was, it was better. Yeah,
3: it was. And that's where I even said, and I even talked to. Some other reviewers
2: like it's not that the the story is not that old. Why are we retelling it differently and worse? And
3: the the part of this is is that you end up having Batman and Ace. They're going in to stop what looks like yeah a a lower level type you know deal. It ends up being more than that. You get a weird play with who's the hostage that was a dupe. All these things to try to get Batman to Hugo Strange. And so he could blow them up. but I honestly don't know what
2: the setup is for this whole thing because the idea that we have a gang who has hostages and Batman and Ace the bat are going to come in there and take this place down four by four to make sure they can get to who's involved in this whole thing. Just to find out it's Hugo Strange or stage four cancer who wants to blow up the Batman on his way out. Fucking go like Gusto. Go for Gusto style. And really just find out the freaking hostages are actually the Russian leaders who are working with Hugo Strange. And I'm like, I I don't know what we're doing. Oh, my God. He was
3: able to blow the Batman up. But then Batman lives. And then somehow you take a helicopter to Siberia. I don't know. what the thing is.
2: I sat there and thought about it way too long, just because of the idea. Like honestly, thinking about it for more than five seconds is way too long. <laughs> because I'm like, all right, look at it. Just shut the fuck up. Stop your stupid mind. That helicopter is going to go to an airfield. They're going to get on a plane and go no, to Siberia. That helicopter is like they, not they keep going to Siberia.
3: Helicopter, helicopter, take the helicopter to Siberia. I get what we start in Little Leningrad. Are we going to Little Siberia that's like an ice skating <laughs> rink down on fifth they and have there. Right? So you end up though where first off Batman is a real idiot and gets dupe, but you end up through this where a lot of people, tons of people are praising this story and saying in reviews and even online, Oh my god, this is the greatest thing. We've never seen Ace's origin story. We have. Uh, and the time? problem I have here is that this exact story, this is exact to what Tom King ended up doing. I believe if he didn't win an Eisner Ford, he was nominated for one. It drove me nuts because I didn't like it. I thought it was too I, it. I thought it was too violent. We've, we've always discussed this, always argued with it. Again, just like Vita Ayala at the beginning, Mark Russell, you son of a bitch. You end up making me realize that Tom King is better than I'd ever <laughs> given credit for. Because when you go to this, and this is the thing, can I laugh though? Because what? Yes, Mark Russell we can all does here. What Mark Russell does, he Tom King's Tom King. Tom King is very if you don't believe me, hey, uh, I'll talk to you. He very much will homage things.
2: Well, they become an homage when people call him out and say, wait a second. But when people tell him that like this is such the greatest thing that you came up with, he'll never say contrary. He'll
3: never say that it wasn't him. So Mark Russell, he's doing the same thing. People are applauding him, and he's not once. Now, the thing is, that story that Tom King wrote was called Good Boy. You ended up seeing that with him, more violent than this, same exact thing. They end up getting fighting dog ring. Ace was that because all the dogs were named after cards. Royal all these thing, going involved, on. Yeah, I think it was, but even the Joker, this kind of makes it the Joker and all this stuff going on. With that, though, you end up having, right before we get to it, Batman says, good boy. I'm like, are you just messing with people now?
2: Yeah, he was a former guard dog of the Joker in that. Annual. Yeah,
3: yeah, and and that, and he was a a fighting dog. He had ended yeah. up when they got Ace. He had killed the Queen and the, and the Jet, the, the other two dogs. He was there. He had killed them. I mean, it was vicious. I didn't like the tone. I still don't like the tone of this. But the idea here before that was Batman and really Alfred going and training Ace over and over so that he could give Ace to Batman because he thought Batman needed something. I love the idea of Alfred doing that in the background. Yeah, and he did that in the background, and it was undercover type deal to present Ace as the good boy. Here you go. Just like with the idea of Damien having pets. You know, he needed something like this, something that he oh, could yeah, go well, back had to. had
2: Ace to a degree, even though you never saw it, but Damien had Titus and Bat Cow and Alfred the Cat.
3: But for the most part, those are played out as the idea it's of having tightest. something where you can that gives you unconditional love, and you can come back from a night's work, and
2: then you know, hey,
3: there's the dog waiting. Whatever. Yes. Or in the past, sometimes a- the dog realizes that
2: Batman <laughs> and Bruce Wayne are the same person. You have got to keep him close. Yeah, I mean to that's, that's where beans. you really <laughs> have to keep him
3: close, and that's where you get the origin. Real, you know, back in the day, Silver Age, deal. but. Up until then, yeah, we've seen stories with a stone around. I mean, just wacky stuff. But with this, I just it 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 rubs me the wrong way that this is a dog who was involved. This dog has done awful things. It was made to do it. it. Was tortured and just
2: abused. You're right. He deserves a second chance. And then Jim.
3: and No, the second chance is. How about you just sit there and eat and rest? You're dead. No, this is just like a Robin where oh my god, what, your parents died? Like soldier boy. Get get that Robin suit on. We're out. You're eating rats, boy. Let's go. And so it just it run me the wrong way, but it really did because of the idea again. And I think that maybe in the show notes there is the uh the, the story we're talking about tom king it is available online yeah if i remember i think in the show notes i'll even put a link you can go and just read it and i i suggest everybody read it because i reread re-read it and realized maybe i was a little hard on it when i see a shittier version <laughs> and so this <laughs> is not great and again it's all the setup and it's so again it's it's just the tone is nasty and the tone is like Vicious you end up having aces grabbing Arms and legs all these things To then only be shocked And then put in to get you know Euthanized where he's gonna Set up okay we're gonna have a prison break and let's go super pets because Batman well, when he goes thing is, to he's Hugo, not gonna get
2: euthanized, he's going to get retrained for super villains. But the thing is,
3: they're going to break out, and they're going to end up becoming Which the is super pets. such a weird pets. idea
2: for the idea that this is you know the trap. But it's a super like super pets kind of story where Ace is going to have to get retrained. But there's going to be a bunch of different animals that were like you know either euthanized or aren't there anymore, but retrained pets for super villains. While well, the Russians sell Batman's body to the highest bidder to find out who his identity is and just the idea of having that. But when you wrap it all around the start, the, start, the study and start the story, but just have the middle of the story be Hugo Strange is back, y'all. He's got <laughs> stage four cancer and he's fucking blowing himself up and taking Batman out with him. Hugo Strange is essentially, as far as we know, dead here. That's not the story. And I just want this to be a callback to weird 1970s batman where it's going to be the ghost of hugo strange oh that'd be not awesome really, right and just be this whole thing where people think he's dead he's going to put on the idea that is the ghost of hugo Ooh, strange it's me hugo
3: strange <laughs> because
2: the thing is we're already stealing one story why not go for the gusto here with that, that
3: maybe we will i don't know i see dead people hugo just <laughs> seems to blow up and he ends up there's one line here there's one line that mark russell gets good where hey you know i had some problems so i look deep inside of me you know what i found stage four cancer Great line Sayonara, bitch And ends up blowing Batman realizes But again, Batman's been duped He looks like he I think he got all of his teeth Knocked out with this explosion he's bleeding out the thing is even
2: how bad he was messed up from the explosion when the russian mob shows up and he's laying there gasping for air and gurgling i didn't believe it was batman i just it it threw me off it's definitely batman but the thing is for how he's acting like i don't know if i've ever seen him this hurt before i've seen the motherfucker die but i've never seen him hurt this bad
3: he looks over ace and they're like hey Start up the convertible. We're driving to the Bahamas. That's all I expect. They're going to start going places they can't really go with the vehicles that they say. And get the Jeep. We're going to the moon, baby. But yeah, they're going to the take Jeep. out an ace is going to have to save them. And it just, I don't know. I didn't like the tone of it. And the big thing that people are. Really, really applauding Mark Russell for is a complete if it's not, you know, if, if it's just an aside and he's like, oh, man, I, I forgot to mention that that was that or everybody should know that. Obviously, they don't. And it's just a straight rip off the way it's presented. And so I'm like, yeah, now you, you spend a lot of time with that, too, and tell it in the worst way so please stop. And also and then, the
2: idea that I want to go at the idea that Hugo Strange might come back as a ghost, because even at the end when they take Ace to they have the Gotham Pet Cemetery, and you know, sometimes dead is better. Sometimes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If he comes back as a ghost, I'll be pretty happy. Now that would be a again. Wacky story. Go back
2: to the seventies. It's probably going
3: to be better. I and this is what I said before. I think he was when,
2: trying to like you know screw over Rupert Thorne and that whole thing. Get back at him as this false ghost persona. But I haven't. I don't have read it in a long time. Just as an aside,
3: are you on the last page? Are you are you on the last page there? I am on the go pet to, page. Okay, go to that. Go down and get your magnifier and put it over Ace's mouth and, okay. and describe what that mouth is to you.
2: And the thing is, it's just he, his his top gum is extended really far, but also shadowed by this nose right there. So it looks like he has teeth inside of his mouth it that looks aren't his like front teeth. He's feet. like
3: a shark. He's a shark dog. It's, doesn't it's normal it look dog like that
2: stuff when they like you know raise their teeth and stuff like look that. Right? It's just it the shadow. weird. Right. Or
3: he has gum disease, and so and possibly both. That is the big villain in Gotham halitosis. But you end up everywhere gingivitis. <laughs> That'd be great if it's. T- Hey, Mariko Tamaki has Dr. Vitus, right? (laughs) Ginger. Hey, there we go. We got a girl villain. a lot of redheads in here. Detective deal. But so all this going on in this book, and and again, this, when I see Ace and I want him, I I like the Silver Age wacky fun. I don't like the dog fighting. I don't mind a new darker tone to
2: things to make it more serious. And I had that, though, and I liked it. I don't care for this because the story seems like every five pages or so, or whatever it is, it's just it always feels like it has ADHD and starts doing something else.
3: Yeah. Yeah, this this story, this Mark Russell story just seemed to just go on forever. And I just kept thinking like, why does he think Siberia is and, and that's a crazy helicopter but with all of look, that. I, I'm
2: telling you, I sat about thought about it too much, and then you just like <laughs> look, go to an airfield. It's fine. Stop thinking about it, dummy. Yeah. So, what would you give this? This is a weird series of Batman: over Legends. I never really look forward to it because it's always one of those things. Like it's always going to be a mixed bag with what we have going on. Which ones are going to be a continuation? What's going to be a one shot? And whether or not we like all the stuff going on in there, and it's an expensive book as it is. I don't really care about any of the stories in this and each one makes me think like this would be the point where i stopped buying batman urban legend because we've moved away from the stories that i liked before even when we had the weird batman beyond ones where it was this different batman of the future i expected to hate that that was a really good issue in my mind but this one i'm like there's no real redeeming quality each one of these is either i've seen the story told better elsewhere or it takes relationships that i once loved and says oh no they're not that they suck now and i'm like even the idea of continuing on with Kid Eternity from what we had before. But I really like that one shot. This is a continuation of that, which I look forward to. But it doesn't have the same feel to me personally. So Hopefully I'm giving it does. a 5 yeah. out of 10.
3: I'm giving a 5-5. Five, five. And when you get this too, I had actually said, you know, you ended up starting this. We we really like the Grifter story. We really like the Red, Red Hood. T- yeah. The Red Hood, the Jason Todd story. Those were the six issues. Kind of, I think it was Even five. Even Tim
2: Drake doing stuff where he's coming out as bi. It's like, you know. It's a weird out-of-nowhere part, but it's a continuation of the character doing new and With interesting Bernard things. And yeah. stuff.
3: So you end up where we go into this, and I, I actually have complained recently, and I said, we don't have that long-form story anymore. We're getting these quick ones, and it doesn't seem important anymore. I think they need, now we get it. We get two six-parters, and they're both the ones that we don't like. It almost is the idea. And what happens if you don't? What happens if you don't like? We don't. So if this is the jumping off point, I don't think you say to yourself, well, I'll be back in a half a year exactly. and see what gives. You, you're done. And I think that this might be... And even the
2: idea is like, okay, the other story that I know is only three parts as opposed to the other two six-parters, do I come back in three months when that's done? And also, what is the chances that I'm going to like that? Because there's other two stories that I don't like are still going on, and I still have to put out all this money for all of it.
3: Yeah, and that's the problem. If you even like the... Oh, my God. Even if you just like the Mark Russell one, is this enough for that's an $8 book? No. Right? Is it? And so... You just kind of left. It's, it's always pulling back at you. You're like, well, I could do it, but it's, there's always a reason not to get it, especially the price tag, all the other things. Uh, this isn't quite the situation of people. I don't like the Just League, but I like the Just League Dark. It's all over the place. And I think that this book might, I don't know, would it be better served for no sick, like three issues, two issues, one shots, because then you get that. Rolling Thunder, Eric, and you can keep getting something. Except new, for but the
2: case where you might get a story that you want to extend because you really like it, but it's not. There's, there's a, no winning in this, in my mind. No, that's what I'm saying. It's always pulling back at you when you try to figure it out. So
3: you yeah, have 5.5 with that, but with all that we have done the first section of the books. Congratulations, Eric. You did it. Thank you. You did it. Are you okay? You seem a little bit off, Eric. You might emotional, even have emotional damage, Eric. I, I, maybe I don't know, but we're going to go hey, right Diary now. <laughs> That's what it is. No I wish I had diarrhea. Be. We end up where we're going to go up now to some mail. Yo, it's mail call. mail with eric but here i am boom bitty boom bitty boom eric is what i huh? always say that's my catch classic, <laughs> ah, classic jim boom bitty boom bitty booms ah yes and this is the male section and we're going to end up having two males bob and manship they're the stars of the show and if you want to get involved with the mail and become a star just like Eric Shea as well. well All you have to do is email us at Comics at gmail.com. Also, that's in the show notes. Also, you can put a little bit of a comment on our website and ask because that's what Bob did. Bob ended up, but he ended up finding it before I could answer because I'd already gotten it. But Bob is the first one up. Bob says, hello there. Hello. And hello hello there, Bob. First time writer, longest time listener. Oh, nice. He ends up saying. I just wanted to give you a quick pat on your back for your exquisite knowledge about your topic of choice. The regular. Yes. I'm still trying to figure out what that topic of choice is, but I let's like action, I think it's more of cookies and bagels is what my You know a lot about bit. sweets. I, I do, but I don't like the sweets. That's why I'm able to step back and look at them, you know, technically, scientifically, well, is. Yes. I listened to a lot of podcasts and came to the conclusion that you guys are among the only people who actually are in the know and capable of communicating it in an entertaining way. Congratulations! Hooray, yes, he says, like I
2: said at the last. Thank second. you, Bob. Congratulations! I've been for this the entire time we've been yes, doing this, Bob, Validation. Bob, 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 the Wolfman,
3: the Wolfman, man, wolf Eric, and he ends up saying, "Now, two quick questions. Here oh, in Germany, oh. we have a common question as to get to know someone better. How many clones of you?" would be necessary to kill a full grown gorilla in a room with no weapons. And I'm telling you, I am half German, Eric. Do you want German in you? I'm trying to make it work. Uh, and goes If that's what you ask in Germany, I'm not going back to the fatherland, Eric. The I'm not is, going I can understand
2: back. This. You know, it's the idea of like, how many of your own clones you think you take out. But if you have yourself cloned the idea that you've got to take out a full grown gorilla without any weapons, I'm still not trusting my own clones. And I might try to team up with the gorilla to kill the rest of them.
3: I think mine would get so competitive with each other, we would just kill each other off. But then I would use some limbs and stuff. Hopefully, I'm the one who wins
2: out. If, but. Honestly, if I had to have the amount of clones to kill a full-grown gorilla, it would probably be the amount of clones that would be to outweigh and, you know, you just the amount of clones that are needed to pile on top of a gorilla in order to crush it. Because that's the only way that we're winning.
3: Sheer weight alone. Gorillas end up being up to 800 pounds. So what you're saying is one and a quarter. Not the idea. One and a quarter,
2: Eric. Not understanding. So your joke doesn't make any sense. The amount of weight it would take to actually crush a gorilla. How much does a gorilla weigh? Well, ask Jim Warner. He knows.
3: I think that what you'd have to do is outweigh it so it can't stand up. So one and a quarter. I still say it works i I'm still say it though Well, I mean, you could just hold it down and then pull out its eyes or something That'd be something you'd do uh, I Let's would actually I'm I'm thinking along those lines I think at least three Because then I'm getting myself a trench coat and a hat And I'm going to an adult movie, Eric And then I'll get back to the gorilla later you See, how we're stacking each other up uh, I would just go right away You're A fool. million And then I'll just demolish it There you go, I win, Eric I ah. win And question number two, I was wondering if you were aware of some German comic books like Captain Berlin or Heroes, et cetera. Now, this led me to look and, and also I have to, you know, admit on the side, Bob, I thought that you might be messing with me. And I ended up like, are these things? So I'm like, okay, let's look up Captain Berlin. Okay. Yeah. And he ends up saying that the German comic scene seems to be stuck in a bit of the golden age storytelling. If you look up Captain Berlin. Which I think the latest of them was like a two thousand and thirteen, maybe a little sooner than that. But it does look like a Golden Age It looks like a Captain America, obviously. And then I well, went to Berlin, a- Jim. I know. Well, he's still punching Hitler. I mean, that's what everybody does, right? And Dracula. Uh, yeah, and Dracula. That's the, the movie for the Captain. I don't know what's going on yeah, there. I, I was mean, not that... aware of
2: any of these German comics until you brought it to Jim's attention, who brought it to my attention. But they do seem like a lot of fun.
3: And the funny thing is I looked up German heroes, and then that popped up as one of the, if not the most popular comic ever in Germany, is a comic called Werner. Not
2: Wiener? And, I mean Werner? It,
3: yeah, is Werner and looks like some goofball on it. I'm like, I don't know yeah, what's going yeah. makes on sense. Now. I really felt like I was like Homer. When you end up seeing the dishwashing detergent. Mr. Spockley. Yeah, he got all upset. Uh, but I did look that. Captain Berlin looked pretty cool. And then I kind of looked to see if I could get a hold of one of those or see what. I couldn't, I couldn't. Why? Well. Because
2: they cost money and you refuse to spend money?
3: Maybe. I think that's also in German. And I, I don't really speak a lot of German. I barely speak English. Well, I, I used to know more German. I'm, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to channel and I'm going to say something to Bob on the side. He, he, everybody, does, they don't do- Eric There you go. He knows what I'm saying, sorry, right, Bob? Bob? Do you know sorry. what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, my, Eric. Uh, and then ends up saying they are stuck in the golden age, a way of storytelling, which makes it a naive in structure, but nostalgic in style. And that's a good way to explain it. But sometimes we even mention earlier, that, that, gold- that golden age stuff. And like I say to most of my German friends, <laughs> he, he knows what I'm saying. Eric, keep up the good work. Keep your heads up and spirits high, right? That's what you do. I have to do it a little harder, you'll say, because I'm a shorter guy. Excel series says, it, and "Thank you, Bob." That is Bob? Thank you, Bob. And and don't mind my German. I'm a little rusty. I am. My my dad's side of the family. I don't really know everything about my German side of the family, but I've been told not to look into it. That and that's legit. Like the idea, if you don't want to find out bad stuff, don't look into it. I said, well, what, what do we got? Like the Frankenstein." Is that German, Eric? I don't know. You end up with the next male. Yeah, I've been told that there's some weird things about World War II. Oh, and I the, the, the old thought he meant incest. heritage. No, no. It's more of like.
2: Turns out the old runners have too many or too few chromosomes. No, it's more of, yeah,
3: kind of what sides people in my family were picking at one point. It's not great. So well, it's, I, it's I it's did a thing look that into it. have
2: been doing this their entire family. Your entire family history is about picking the wrong side because you're losers. Oh jeez. <laughs>
3: that was like an abrupt ending. That that wasn't even like a joke ending. That was just that was that's just, just mean. That was just reality. <laughs> I thought you were gonna cut, you know, get a zinger here no, that well, would make me awesome. laugh. You're, You're just... like, you know, what is how many Werners does it take to screw in a light bulb? Eight hundred million because they're assholes. <laughs> I mean, what is going on here? I don't understand. <laughs> and the one has it up his ass too. It's weird. Uh the next email is from Manship. <laughs> Manship uh Classic Manship I mean really When I go Beegy beegy boom That's classic Jim Here's classic Manship He says well We are back in Masks at work Due to the spread Of COVID again oh, yeah, That's a shame right? So he says that They have to wear The mask Yeah they, they had Problems at his Work before With this It seemed to Cause a lot of Fist fights Or something uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you could keep, worry, though. people wouldn't do it And they weren't letting him in the door to work And then there was fistfights,
2: he told me <laughs> Just good. imagine that, I show up to work, it's like You can't come in here without a mask Oh no, I have to go home What? Oh jeez, good thing I don't have to wear a mask I have a at mask home. right here, but for out of nowhere I have these weird principles That I like to go home
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know that this doesn't really Pertain to you a lot because you're a vain guy But it has yeah. with me wearing a, a mask And stuff, it's like Hey, if you wear a mask and wear glasses, you are do some condensation. It was kind of a funny little play on words, (laughs) Eric. I can't. Every time I wear the mask, it fogs up. I didn't make that up. I saw that. It's it's the word. Um, But he then says.
2: I stop by the grocery store every day on my way home from work. And the idea of being out in the cold then and putting on the mask and my glasses and walking in. It's 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 crazy. Well, I know where everything is. I'll walk blind.
3: (laughs) I ended up the other day. I'm in Walmart. I could not see a thing. I'm like walking in the shit. Good thing I don't have to wear a mask at home while I read comics, but reading One Star yes, Squadron number two, that. he says that reading One Star Squadron number two is worse than wearing a mask all day. I don't know if that's really, you know, honestly, plays up, to, but it is worse. Yeah, well, he says, I read comics to escape reality and the feel good OSS, as he's calling it now, number two. Was the complete opposite of that. And now I feel terrible for one minute's man.
2: I'm actually c- curious about <laughs> what he felt about, you know, One Star Squadron number one. He liked it. He actually said okay. that
3: he listened to the spotlight where we said we were actually surprised and liked it well, a in little the same better.
2: As us, then, because we liked the first issue for, like, you know, the idea of Gangbuster Reborn. And then for this one, it's just a huge letdown and a downer in general. Aaron, he said he felt terrible for one
3: minute's man. Yeah, it, no, not
2: minutes, not man. minute, man. One minute? Man. Minutes, man. He's getting yeah. down to the, like, the point. Like, the thing is, minute, man, can mean anything. One minute, man, that lets you know for how long.
3: 45 second, man, we saw what happened. Yeah, shit, right? got rough. <laughs> shit got real. Hit him with the hammer. Get him, hammer. You end up damn. Down. Issue number one was so good. Now he goes off in his tangents as he does. I started playing Rocket League on New Year's Day right. and I do not want to oh, know the so average cool. age of the people slash kids that I'm playing online you. with. Is it just the idea that you have to say the kids, you know, already. Well, here's the thing. If I would go right now and say, hey, you know, Logan and rafe that's his name, right? Rafe, uh How about we play some Rocket League? Yeah, that's and their little, response would say, who are kids. you? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Uh. And then but they would say, Oh, that's for younger kids like yeah. they wouldn't be into it. So there's manship playing with eight year olds, right? The yelling, is, I can understand
2: the appeal of that because if you are in the biggest... I can understand and also think how bad it would be, but I like winning in video games. Like, I play Splatoon all, 2 all the time. Just because, like three He never says the that he war, wins,
3: Eric. I think he loses. I get it.
2: so mad at that, how bad of a player I am sometimes, and it frustrates me so bad. But if I was just playing a bunch of children, and I knew I could beat the shit out of them. Yeah, but you might not. That's just a surge of, like, you know, adrenaline right there, like the dopamine, all these little things are going to make me feel good. But now mm. if they start kicking my ass. I think these I might kids would be
3: kicking your ass. He says, FYI, I guess there's lots of Batman stuff in Rocket League. But you either have to purchase the stuff or Let's unlock it, at ridiculous <laughs> award levels that I will never reach. Yeah. Now, here's where it made me giggle. This is another giggle classic manship. I do want the sweet teeth. <laughs> sweet, sweet teeth. <laughs> stuff from twisted metal. Sweet <laughs> teeth. Sweet tooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sweet teeth. Uh, you got but a clown they,
2: walking around with a head full of
3: fire? Yeah, yeah. But he says he thinks that's exclusive to uh, the think, PlayStation, the which it it was would Firestorm be. with clown makeup on. Yeah, really. Think he's a juggalo now. Firestorm's really hit the skids. <laughs> he's there. Hey, Doctor Stein's like, get out! Of I don't like Fago, asshole. He's like, shut up. I'm get the back. body. You're the get mind. Get back you do what in I the say. Matrix, you fucking asshole. My hair's on fire. Right, that's what it's he an says. Illusion, Jim. Penguin comes in, wah, wah, I'm fucking the penguins, wah. and then oh, I don't know where, the Joker comes in. Oh my god, the killing jokes out of
2: context. I got that in. All the time, boom, and all of a sudden, I wish you had some context to it because you just sound like a madman. That's that's the fun of it. Who knows <laughs> ah, what you're talking about?
3: It's
1: our world, you assholes.
3: There you go, Eric. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. Now I took a lot of NyQuil between sections. Be- playing Why? through the Nintendo Switch, because I feel like crap. I feel like I'm crap. We're gonna take a bunch a of little, NyQuil and get back to this for the next couple hours. One a little pick me up, Eric. Playing through the works. Nintendo Switch, we get Mario Luigi's cars and Seamus's cars. So there's Samus's cars. So you end up having that and he has uh, uh for those though, he has like a, a frown, a frowny face. So okay. I guess he doesn't like that. He he also said I like that. Anybody who likes Metroid, Mega Man, and Castlevania, okay, that is an asshole. He meant you, Eric. Yeah, that's, that that's just you or that manship. No, that that was me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Three guys with a trench coat, Eric. And we're getting into the movies. But with that, that is the end of, of the. Remember saying that? Thank you, Bob. <laughs> Thank you, manship. I'm Rico Tamaki now. With my jokes, eh? So yeah. there you go. Yes, you are. Good job, uh, Jim. Maybe. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. How you go you? to hell. But that is it for the mail. Everybody, if you want to get involved in the mail and, you know, have some fun with us, right? Hey, you can email us in at weird science DC Comics language that you want Jim to
2: butcher and make fun of? Yeah. Come on, email it. Right. Do you
3: want to have, like, hey, anybody in Australia? I'll, I'll speak Not to anymore. you in Australia. I'm <laughs> There you go. Australian, Eric. That was actually... Good day, mate. But it was in a a different way, a little twist of that, right? Is that good? You there? (laughs) I I wonder if anybody is. Really? I mean, you want to hear some fun stuff? You should hear me singing along in the shower to Blackpink and trying to pretend that I speak Korean. It is really wacky. And even Logan came in. He's like, "Do, do you actually speak Korean? And then I thought he was fucking with me. And he was going to say, let them or something. So I got angry. (laughs) He's just like, it sounds like, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I listen to it all the time. I'm in. I am in. Holy moly. I know cream. But yeah, with all that, you can email us, get the show notes, all that stuff. Check it out. Email us. And then we read everything, including maybe some people offended by my accents. I don't know why they would be. I'm giving it a shot, Eric. But we're going to go off now. We're going to finish up the podcast. Three more books. Pretty much bat-related continuation oh, yeah, So they? boom, it's it's bat like, week. Hey, listen there, Rob See Thomas, Thomas Settled bat. down. Uh, but we're gonna go up and finish off. Well,
0: he stares into the mirror, Moosing
3: up his hair,
0: blows kisses to himself, and he really thinks that tear is tear. Well, that's just every shake. Looking for a star screen or maybe a hot cap. Spends all his money buying a bat crap.
3: Well, that's just Eric Shay. Ah, oh, yes, it is Eric Shea, and here we are to finish up things. And uh, as we keep saying, it is very Bat-centric. Are you Batman,
2: Jim? You'll yeah. <laughs>
3: hey, man, I am Batman, I guess. And we're going to start with I am Batman. You'll give the credits in a second. Um, but when we get into this, these books, and especially I'm Batman, is very odd in my mind. It feels like this is like instead of it just stopping and starting at a new number one, you can't because it's only five, seems like a reboot, it seems like something. It does feel like a reboot because
2: I don't even know what we're doing with the established bad guys that we're doing like, are they gone now or are they going to pick back up later, but I don't know, but this is I Am Batman number five written by John Ridley with R5 Christian Busse Juan Ferreira, Lara Braga, Rex Locus, and Troy Pateri. me this whole idea, we knew last issue that, you know, the Seer, who felt like she was the big bad before, wasn't so bad and was telling Jason about all this different stuff going on and how the magistrates, you know, still around, but worse. Cause we have the Seer doing the moral authority, getting everybody's fucking panties in a bunch to do what they need to do, get out in the streets and protect the city themselves. But now the Seer is kind of a good guy, but also helping Jason along the lines of doing different things. But we also have in the remnants, of the magistrate. We have the real person behind everything. Victor Noonan, who is the puppet master behind Simon Saint, who kills Simon Saint. Now, the magistrate was a test run in Gotham. Now, we're going to go nationwide with the Talos program and our Talos troopers. And that's where we left off last issue, with the Talos trooper grabbing Jace by the throat while he's in his Batman costume and looking like he's going to kill the next Batman, or I am Batman now. And now, we just have this whole weird kind of thing where we have some fights. You want to know what Batman Jace Fox can do against these Talos troopers because, you know, For the most part, besides for Peacekeeper 1, Peacekeepers weren't shit during the Magistrates' run of Gotham, but these motherfuckers seem like they are the biggest, baddest guys they are, and if they aren't bigger and better than what you need, the suit can just take over and go kill Happy, it seems like, with the way the programming works.
3: Yeah, and so with this, though, the whole overall deal, and you even get, like, a meta-type deal of nobody thinks that I deserve to be the Batman here in the Gotham, and people think I'm a... So he's going to go off, but it really feels like You almost are going to start the book A reset, you know, maybe not a reboot Like I said, but a reset where we're going to go off To New York, I think that the book Might actually be able to flourish There, where he's, he's well. going to separate Because the problem is, is you're in a Gotham Here without Batman He is out of Gotham, you're in the middle of this You know, Gotham Tower story But you have already set up the Blockade that you can't have Jace meet The characters if they want to continue Saying Future state could happen because well, you can't get the, You get the first meetings of them, but they, they, I'm telling you, they end up where you just end up having it be a like, roundabout Saint deal, and, and the
2: magistrate is over.
3: I'm telling you, they they seem to be playing with this idea that maybe he's not dead, and then they rise up. I don't know, but I still think they don't want him involved with the Bat Family. They don't want him involved, or they get him involved well, that's the now. Thing
2: is I think they just want to take him out of here and do the New York things because honestly. Just do you th- that's one of the best parts about this book in my mind. When Lucius Fox learns that Jace is the Batman and when they have the talk later on, it seems a little rushed to get what we need to do where, you know, all of a sudden, Lucius is like, you know what? I've been a piece of shit lately and all the problems I've had, you know what, son? Um, I'm going to get therapy because the Foxes need to prove that even on people in our stature, we need to ask for help as well. And I'm OK with what you do. doing. You know, take the faceplate off and like show people it's that still you are just a just out of nowhere. You know, like, boom. I agree. I'm saying I like all of that just the idea that we get to it out of nowhere where he just happens to see the next batman on a video monitor realizes holy shit that's my son and then you just jump to this whole thing where he's magically cured and we're on our way to new york i like all that stuff especially because we had tamara fox wake up from her coma previously and now because she's going to need all this special therapy and tommy fox you know lucius's wife and jace's mother and the mother of all the kids she finds out the best physical therapist and best therapy in general is in New York City, which gives us a great way to move from Gotham to New York for a family matter, and Jason's is going to go with to be a part of this whole new Fox family. And I like all of this, but when you actually have the Batman stuff and the Talos program situation where it's just this big overdrawn overdrawn fight where it's, you know, here it is there. And then you have another one later on. I feel like even the fight there to actually get behind because I, I'm a guy who likes Batman fighting people. Some of the stuff just kind of gets lost and feels kind of lackluster where you have these stormtrooper motherfuckers here. And then Jace has a grappling hook freaking baton that just goes out, wraps around a scaffolding, and he pulls it down. I'm like, it wasn't exciting for whatever no, it reason wasn't. it was.
3: And a lot of the things were... You know little kind of quips But kind of the weird deal of like you said I wanted more I wanted to see things Even at a point where you end up having You know the AI Think of Vietnam And he's like okay and, kill mode activated. And looks over to the electrical Panel I don't really know what went on there. I actually was confused Of what actually went from like in Vietnam The electrical panel Boom and then he's like okay Now with the fight's on again I was very confused Of that one thing That did throw me off Where you have the doctor And I swear to God It was like a Homer Simpson Where they're talking about Tamara, and they're like Listen, she has uh, Cognitive No cognitive damage Right And you end up having A very smart woman say Dumb it down for me, Doc Meaning uh, Meaning that she's okay With her brain But I know there's a but And it just felt force a lot of this just feels well, she's forced. a lawyer than a doctor yes yeah, so i uh, you knew what they
2: meant and i actually had no either. idea what's wrong with tanya on no tamara. the
3: idea though when tamara has emerged from her coma and she doesn't display any cognitive damage that just means she doesn't have brain damage
2: that's again you say that she's woken up for like two hours of my mind i don't know what those drugs did to her brain because she was no fine but they're previously saying that and then you went didn't back into it.
3: damage i mean it's not like they said they the doc's like i don't know what's going on do you know no like cognitive damage meaning and it felt weird but then just so she can say but oh her motor skills uh eh, our voluntary motor skills are severely hampered she's not going to be able to walk that's kind of cognitive so but even with know. that you end up but no i'm saying though if if, if they come out hey there's no brain damage and you go what does that mean there's no brain damage yeah, all right. right
2: the thing is with that what does that mean like what is wrong with her still Well, I'm saying, though, when she starts this, she
3: shouldn't even talk about that. She should just say, listen, she's kind of crippled right now. There you go. It's a weird combo of just throwing info at you. And then it goes from there of, okay, we got to go to New York. This book, if you were ever wanting to get on and you didn't, and you want we just wait till the next issue? Oh, I mean, it's totally just agree because re-
2: even jumping into number zero to start this thing off, you were already hampered by what was going on because before the number zero to start you off, you already have like you know twelve freaking digital issues of the next Batman Second Son, which led you into the main story of this. Or it really felt like every chance you got to try to understand Jace Fox and jump into the story of the next Batman, and then I am Batman. You were hindered at every chance you had. So hopefully, going into issue number six with the Fox family. And I even say that, I don't even know if it's Is like Lucius going. I don't think I Lucius know. is going. I don't think so either, but I'm not sure. But you have a fresh take of Batman in New York with Jace Fox doing his own thing and being his own man outside. Like Even the idea of taking the faceplate off so people know that he is a different Batman, that will be a strength that we've talked about before. But it's also a personal favor that Lucius wants him to do to freaking represent who he is as and this new Batman. it
3: reminds you of Jon Stewart a bit, uh, but it also forced his hell. Because now you don't need it Because you're leaving Gotham The only reason he had it on now Is because he wanted to pretend he's Batman Didn't want anybody to know he wasn't So again, all this was forced And I do sit here and think And this book seems to be selling okay It is a Batman book I don't know why or what the idea of Is that this book has to continue That you have to give I mean, this issue is a bullshit issue There's some fun things in it But it is bullshit It's a reset Because the book isn't working in Gotham So they're allowing him to write a very forced deal to get to New York, and then we'll just start over again. Why does this book get that opportunity? Well, is, I because I don't it, think it's been that great.
2: I expect a lot of things that I mean, I've been enjoying this book. For I like for Chase, what it's doing. but
3: again, it's like a Super Sun deal. This
2: story. It's bullshit. Well, the story seems like we've patched together a lot of things to make it work out of the 5G story that was started out and doing it. Now with this whole clean break we have, we finally feel like we can but finally get away from 5G. why didn't you away with that right away? Why didn't you just start I it in DC New York? imagine paid for it and they wanted it.
3: Well, I'm saying you, you could have easily switched it to New York. And by this point, this stuff wasn't done yet. You're already five issues. They, they ended up having, and I think at the beginning, he ended up saying like there was one or two that were done. And I think they even said that those were reworked. So you could have reworked this. I think that they wanted to have this as an aside in Gotham, and it isn't working because it's not jo- – it, it's disjointed with every other thing. It doesn't make any sense. This whole deal with this Talos deal makes no lick of sense from whatever well, we even saw the whole before. Thing with
2: the Talos program, when I thought about the idea, the magistrate, like we thought this was the big bad, but it turns out – that was just the prototype to the real grand design that Victor Noonan has here. We're going to go nationwide with the Talos program and our Talos troopers, and they're like they're like you know ten times bigger and better than any peacekeeper you ever done seen. But when we have this situation where the face place a faceplate comes off of Jace Fox on the monitor as he's fighting these Talos troopers, and you know Lucius realizes, oh my god, that's my son, and just. Hits the switch for all the armor on these Talos troopers to fall off completely so they have nothing going on. It's just such a weird idea. It's
3: happened a but, couple times now recently in Spider-Man where Doc Ock hits the switch and the, the
2: arms just fall off. Yeah. So that's what it seems like. But it's when like, you have this situation, though, it's like, you've made a big mistake, Fox. But like, okay, he's made a big mistake where he sacrificed these Talos troopers. Like, not, you know, it's deadly sacrifice, but he's made sure that Batman won and can get away because it is his son. Does this mean that you've made a big mistake like, does Lucius Fox and Foxtech still have to work with the Talos program to do this? Is it over now because he pushed the button for the kill switch? I have no idea by the end of this issue what the Talos program is going to do and if it will ever continue because he pushed the kill button.
3: And again, there's some fun things, or even important things, it even seems. But My big thing of this and saying that, the, I mean, the story, again, leading from that digital first, it never felt like it was working. The idea of trying to tie it into fear state never did work.
2: Oh, the, the human tra- Trafficking the Arcodyne to go to the Magistrate to do all this other stuff with the Seer in the background? Crazy, right? So with that, you had, in
3: my mind, you had two things that you could do. You could have had Jace, okay, now that we're probably at a point where you're just writing the story just as it goes now, you can, I wouldn't have minded him in that Detective Comics story. I wouldn't have minded him, and maybe tie in where Luke gets involved, too. We have Batwing, something like we that. That would be. Stuff. That would be one of the things. But I you don't even could do. know if Luke's
2: going to New York. I yeah, it. I don't
3: know. It seems like maybe, but he's the second son. If now. you want him to be part of it, or you can do it. And I think that it's a really big tell of the idea. He's not going to Central City. He's not going to Gateway. He's. He's going to New York City, which we don't have a lot. You can make
2: it there, Jim. You can make it anywhere.
3: And so I think that what they're allowing him to do, and this may actually end up, and what I'm saying and saying this story was bullshit. I hope that it gets better. And I hope, and when I say, why does this get to continue? It's more the idea that I hope that he presented them with another idea. Hey, listen, this isn't really working in Gotham. The stuff we already had isn't going. And what I really need, I want Jace to be more of a in the real world type thing. And he does seem to want to deal with less than like over costume. You go to New York City. Now you're going to be dealing with real world deals. And you even have it at the end of this. And I think that that's where this book can separate itself and be something really cool for the people who want it. And then I love the idea, too. There's a bunch of jerks. Some people aren't jerks. But the the idea that some people I'm saying. Some people aren't jerks, it's true. Well, some people don't like Jace for bad reasons. Because he's black. Yeah, exactly. And so with that, he's going to New York City probably in a more reality-tinged deal. You don't have to deal with him if you don't want to. You you have your reasons, whatever. You don't have to deal with it because he's not in Gotham. And at that point, even in this, says, I'm not replacing Batman. Stop. With your nonsense I see it every time this book comes up Where I see user no, reviews continue, on sir, No matter Rado. what No, that because the idea of going off into its own thing And then slightly going where Okay, now we're not dealing you
2: with You expect people to stay informed with their hate? No, they're just going to say it because they're assholes No, no
3: they're just not going to read it anymore I'm saying now this gives you the cut you know, Where even is- if you say eh, I see people, they seem to be reading it But then they, because they say It's tying into fear state You had tie-ins and stuff It's going to be its own thing now Which it should be and I think that you even have, you know, the idea that Lucius at the end, which is nice, where he says, listen, a lot of times, you know, especially in the black community, people don't want to admit that they need help and mental health uh, deal. And he says, I'm going to get that. I need it. I realized what happened to me with the coker, all that stuff. It has messed with me and I'm going to be a stronger man and go. And that's nice. It is really nice because
2: it does put a pin in for that whole thing since the Joker War with what Lucius has been going through. The idea that like he's not the same man that we once knew and loved and he's been... The thing is, it was never really played up as well as I wanted it to be and how it actually changed him more than just saying, you know what, I agree with the magistrate. So now that we can just kind of say he's going to get the help he needs, we can expect to get back to the Lucius that we do know and love, but we can just put all this stuff behind us.
3: Yeah, and what I think also that means is that, okay, he's going to be gone for a while. We're going to go to New York. I don't think he's going to go. And that's kind of a reason. Maybe even. I have to stay back for tech, yeah. But I'm Fox tech, but I also need to get help when I kind of get myself together, whatever, I'll join you. We'll
2: see how that goes. I just want to kind of see Lucius and Luke, you know, rooming together now because of the rest of the family's in New York and it's getting on each other's nerves.
3: Yeah, it's funny. And even at the one point I love when you end up having Lucius, like, no, 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 and you go back and forth. It's my fault, Dad. No, it's my fault, son. It's my fault, Dad. No, no, no. You don't know the f- theft of shit I did. <laughs> oh, my God. He, like, oh steps aside like, what did you do? But, again, this is, it feels like, you know, all of a sudden – you were told that this is now – it, it feels a lot like Marvel where, okay, this is just going to be a five-issue mini, and then we'll start again new. Now this new series could actually start. So we'll go, but we'll do it with the number six. You know, you're not going to start at number one. But then at the end of all this, it's going to be a real weird deal because I hope it does succeed on its own in New York City where John Ridley can tell the stories that he wants to tell without thinking, okay, how do I make it fit in the Gotham City? It'll fit better. But it'll be weird, like the first trade will be so weird in this, because the way it ends then no goes one. up to that. And yeah, I think it will That's be. That's a great,
2: uh, from zero issue to number five right there for the way this is, and then you can start fresh with the next one in no, New York No, I'm City. saying,
3: I th- and, uh, it's nice you start with New York City, I think this trade's going to be awful, because you'd really get a lot of convoluted shit. That never played about everything was wonky. And then
2: at the end, you're just but you like, you set up Jace Fox in his costume and what kind of Batman he wants to be going forward. Yeah. I'm
3: saying though, as a first issue, you're going to be reading it going, what the hell are they talking about? It's all over the place. I mean, this issue where you go into this, all of a sudden, there's just Lucius kill switch. Oh shit. It's, it's my son. I mean, out of nowhere. It's going to feel weird, but then you just start with the number six to go you know,
2: with the idea of being a more street savvy batman you know, like a man of the people that jace wants to be and that's the, his own batman figure going to new york city i am actually curious to see what john Ridley does with that like are we just going to do more reality-based street crime kind of drama or are we he's going to actually set up you know super villains within new york that are going to yeah, i saw that it's going to be, be more
3: street level the things that i saw when he was talking about it, it's going to be corruption with police and things like that, or there are more from the headlines. Is what he was saying that he always wanted to so do, fun. but he couldn't do. I know, but maybe <laughs> that'll go, change. But
2: yeah, it just this book never jived. I with like new the characters, especially deal. when they're good. I don't know for some for some reason I always get excited for new villains that I you know want to see around. Like I say that I'm like an avotion. That's just because it's silly. And for some reason I don't like anything Marika Tanaki does with villains. But the idea of going to New York and seeing what kind of villains a new Batman would take on. That seems cool to me, but if we just do normal, you know, crime family, like corruption and stuff like that, I'm like, hopefully it'll be good because I like this character as the next Batman and I look forward to moving to New York City.
3: Yeah, I actually thought that if you didn't want to have or get, you know, the idea that you need that I am Batman deal, you're continuing. I think he might have even changed his name to go at one point, he even kind of seems like he's saying that, but then Lucius pulls him back, says, no, 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 you can do this. You're better and you're a good Batman and go with it. So you end up having that as a name and then that makes itself better. But we'll see again. It's also a pretty cool, not cool, but a, a easy jumping off point of people are like, well, I'm collecting this. I'm not really enjoying it and go. So we'll see how the move to New York City affects it. But yeah, I just thought this was a convoluted way and forced way. But I guess that's the only way. And even that, when I said last week that I'm like, I looked at the previews and he's leaving. It seemed like even then, like, what? That's too quick. He can't be leaving already. And then here we go. We just end up tying this up. Lucius knows, boom. Tamara, let's go to New York. But what would you give this?
2: The thing is, I like the art in this a lot, and the whole thing with the family, every interaction about that, and the idea of going to New York, besides for Lucius having a change of heart out of nowhere, and having the talk that he should have been having with this talk, like his son the entire time, that part fell out of place, but everything dealing with the family aspect, and you know, what Luke, uh, Chase wants to be going forward. I loved a lot about this whole issue. But when you have the actual Talos troopers and Victor Noonan and the Talos program is going to go nationwide, but this kind of falls flat out of nowhere. It is not very exciting. I'm like, wow, I did not care for that aspect at all. So I gave this a 6.8 out of 10.
3: Yeah, I'm at a 5.5. I don't even, through these bunch of issues, I don't even really get everything about what Jace is and all. And even this, he's like, well, I ended up killing that guy and it was kind of pushed aside. You continue that. I'm like, ah, i got to be better and go. I still am wanting to know more about Chase. He has been running scared or, you know, well, just doing a lot
2: of stuff with his background, like even in the beginning of this where they're showing you when he was training under his master before or with that Katana had before, but they don't do enough with it because even me going into that, like, I don't exactly know what they're trying yeah, to do. That's here. what
3: I'm saying. And even like again, he's there. One of the better moments that we saw was when he was there with those guys and they end up pulling off the mess and seeing it's not really Batman. Oh my God, he might kill those were the good moments. Oh, that was a good
2: I, thing because you're hiding the fact that you're not the actual Batman, but the Batman that you want to use to inspire the fear doesn't inspire the right kind of fear that you want, to, known as a mercenary and a freaking hired gun like this, but you show them that you're not that Batman. That, that was the best moment in my great. mind
3: so far, but up until that and even so, not really getting much of Jace except for reacting to the seer, reacting to all these things and never really being able to be himself and be what I want to see like. What are you as a Batman? I hope that, that you get you can do that in a new fresh start over at New York City. And again, if you want to be more realistic, it's New York City, so you can go with that. I'm I'm sure that we're going to deal with this Talos program, all this stuff going forward as well. I kind of want to get rid of that, so I wish you just went you to New York, the rod out of the big. And athlete. yeah, and then I would have liked to have had the idea where yeah, you have your own Rogues Gallery, and hopefully he does get to that. I, I don't hope need. So. The rogue's gallery to be this pissed off cop, that guy who works at the bagel shop. Like, I, I want some supervillains as well.
2: Cause I love me some. Super and the idea villains. where if you're
3: going with that, there are heroes from New York City, but the way they play it out, it's pretty fresh ground here. And I would like to see him go in, and I'm I'm expecting almost like a kingpin type character as well, stuff like that, which would be cool. But I, I do want to see like him showing up and then like, how dare you freaking show up? Like, who do you think you are? You're not Batman. And this is New York City. We I don't play really that game. You want
2: somebody from Gotham, like a kite man or something along these lines, like a low, like a, maybe even killer moth who has left Gotham because he's tired of getting his ass kicked all the time and goes to New York City and then there's Batman there, but he doesn't know it's not Batman until after he gets taken out.
3: You could even have some things where, you know, say you don't get Luke, which we keep wanting Batwing, but You may even find out that in New York City up until this point, you've had some minor new cat, like this person was trying to be a vigilante. And maybe you'll get a cast of characters around and maybe we'll even get type of Robin deal, the sister that I keep yelling about. But even so, I hope that maybe we can do more like a Daredevil street level deal, which I think he's well better served. To do that and I think that that's what might You know might be the thing that generally does And so then it would be good again when I Got mad and said this is bullshit I'm just saying The idea it's always it always Seemed like other things were having To play the game that this book Had already set up but it never made sense And then this retroact was trying to fit in And it wasn't so hopefully that Is different but yeah uh With that I was not exactly thrilled With this until the end and like Okay now i can put that all behind we get new deal lucius i like lucius knowing that his son is batman that's that's pretty cool we've been waiting for that
2: still doesn't know about luke
3: though yeah but that's the thing you would think now luke will find out and that i hope that luke goes because that's a big thing that's a huge thing for luke to find out but lucius probably keep a tight lip he's just keeping those secrets so we'll see we'll see how much he's involved but With that, what is
2: the next book, Eric? The Joker, number 11, written by James Tynan IV, with backup by Sam Johns, with R5, Giuseppe, Cameron Coley, Cam Smith, Lorenzo Ruggiero, Adriana Di Benedetto, Arif Prianto, Romulo Fajardo Jr., and Tom Napolitano, with backup are by Belen Ortega, Alejandro Sanchez, and Becca Carey. This issue of the Joker, that's the thing is, I was looking forward to this to get back on track because we had those issues before that were dealing with the background of, you know, Jim Gordon in the past and stuff like that, how it affected, like, uh, James Gordon Jr. And the last thing they really did was like, you know, the Joker was taken by the Samson family and Jim Gordon was laying there with a goddamn knife in his chest. Like, where are we going to go from here? Except for Texas, obviously, because Joker's on the menu right now. But when you get to this issue, it's like, all right, we're finally back on track. We're going to go hunt for the Joker. We're going to see some all this crazy shit, you know, come together and make a gigantic explosion in Hooper County, Texas, Toby Hooper, which is a great another call out to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But when you have the situation, you start to look out with a flashback of the Samson family, crazy old Billy and his brother, the idea that you have people come to his house and say, Hey, look, we know you let that people get away. We know you like to fucking eat people, you bunch of wackos. But you know what? We ain't going to judge your ass because I like to eat people too sometimes. You can call me your guardian angel. So essentially what you have here is what will become the network reaching out to the Samson family and saying, look, we're going to hide your shit. But the problem is we'll even make synthetic goddamn people for you to eat in the future if that's what you want. But you need to have a scapegoat to everything because you did let one girl get away and she's going to talk all about this shit. So if you want to keep your land, your oil money, and you want to keep eating people, you got to throw your brother Billy to the, as his land to the slaughter. And that's what we do. And that's why we have the situation going on here with, you know, Billy being killed during a day and the Samson family trying to kill the Joker as retribution for this whole thing going against him. But when you have the situation of the network coming to them, it's not really new information because we knew that the Samsons already had synthetic meat that they were eating and didn't really care yeah, for Yeah, and us, so even without that, this.
3: you also know that they ended up having their oil riches. They oh, yeah. end up where immediately and you when- know
2: that Billy Sampson was an A-Day and was, like, you know, given up by the family as somebody to be a scapegoat to what they were doing, and this is why they're pissed off. So even when you had this – it is a recap that takes pages, and all you really get to see is some douchebag dude with a white eye patch, looking fucking blood off his head and saying stuff that we already know. And when you finally do get back to uh, Jim Gordon, I d- just the idea though, where you I'm have him—that's
3: a monocle, by the way, because that means evil. Uh, Erica. Eye patches don't mean evil? No, I'm saying I think that's more of a monocle. The way he's Colonel Klink, he shows up with that deal. And even has, he like, monocle. He he has, has like, na- like that, it's, Nazi. He has like Nazi stormtroopers p- with him and stuff. I know. It, it I ends agree. up where you can't see. But. The thing
2: is, this is, the idea that it being a monocle kind of bothers me. Because obviously he has a giant scar <laughs> across his face. <laughs> I through know. that goddamn eye. So what is he seeing through that eye in my mind? Nothing. But when there. you go back to uh, Gotham City and there's Jim Gordon. I'm like, what the fuck is this? How did we get here? Because last we saw that Jim was overseas. With a knife in his chest, and vengeance left him to die, and now he's a. Like, this Gordon, might be too much, right?
1: Well, you have Julia
2: Pennyworth, and you have Barbara Gordon, who are working together to find out what is going on with all this stuff, especially Cressida, who is the benefactor of Jim Gordon. On his quest to find the Joker, the idea here. Well, Father, we found out where you were. We took a plane out there. We got you, and we we like, sit, sit you back up, and we brought you back home. And now you've just been laying here. And you know what else, Father? You're in no need. You're in no physical condition to do what you've been doing. So, even though this is not a part of any of the rules that were set up, me, Barbara Gordon's going to go to Cressida and say, "I'm taking over your job now."
3: Eric, I hate to say this. I thought this was up the mind. I started <laughs> playing your game. I'm like, this can't be real. I mean, first All off, earlier, out of nowhere, yeah, so out of nowhere. and out of nowhere to get this idea of, OK, Jim Gordon's got to get back to Gotham. Uh, but how? How and why? How and, and, and why was he on that, you know, helicopter to Siberia? I mean, the idea that they were able to first off get to him, him. and get him while he's bleeding out and then take him back. And it's too much. It's too much of a you know, crazy sort of progression here. I don't even transition know
2: we're that in the situation where Cressida, who I we saw, it seemed like she was working with the Court of Owls and that James Gordon Jr. might have been revived as a talent and attacked Barbara Gordon in the, maybe it was the clock tower, I don't remember now because it's been a little while, but has attacked her and then the idea is, so we, is Cressida, like with the Court of Owls and is actually the Court of Owls the ones who are putting Jim up to this whole hunt for the Joker and murdering him, but then we just have the idea. Dad, you're hurt. I'm going to go to Cressida and I'm going to say that I'm taking over the job. I'm going to get on a plane and go hunt him. I'm like... Why do you think that they'd allow this to happen? I don't happen? know, but because she seems to, to do it. Specifically.
3: She seems to do it. And then Jim Gordon says, Yeah, I can still go anyway. I mean, even if this I was a I still on have the, the credit up up,
2: card that Cressida gave me, and they haven't canceled it yet, but I'm still going to do this. I'm going to get my buddy Harvey Bullock on the way, too.
3: Yeah, why wouldn't Barbara first off say, Hey, can I have that credit card? Or does she get her own? Did they agree to it? We don't know. And the thing is, again, they have cast watching. That's fully set up. I have somebody watching. Ninja deal. And he's like, Yeah, I know. Got a teenage Barbara. ninja watching you daddy. The teenage, Don't leave ninja, the, the teenage ninja won't attack me. She'll just tell me. I'm like, why are you setting it up like this? I mean you could have easily have just had Gordon need help and want Barbara because obviously he's not gonna want Barbara to get involved anyway. But then she does in a forced
2: way. This idea that Barbara Gordon is gonna take over for Jim Gordon here to go do all this stuff. When she specifically knows that, you know, Cressida with all her movements know that she's being watched and actually there was something set against her. So obviously the Cressida knows that Barbara Gordon has been watching her and doing all the stuff and investigating her. So I don't even know what kind of trap we just walked into while Julia Pennyworth, is flying in a freaking, I don't know, a stealth plane above them with a freaking telescope freaking video monitor watching from above as this is all going down and tailing them. The, the plane is tailing a plane, and I'm like, can we just get to fucking Hooper County, I, in I'm Texas? Telling you, in like,
3: this again, this feels like, yeah, I'm hitting the stub stack, i better finish up something. Like, this feels like, but it doesn't it have a clear like a ending. Reset. It feels like, yeah, like something is happening, so then he can bail, and then something. I don't know. There's some funny things, though. I do like the Samson family. You yeah, have that the Samson family where he's just like going down memory lane. He's like, oh, man, miss that, Billy. Look at the picture we have. <laughs> Look at that picture that they have on there. I'm like, really? You have that? And, yeah, and I, I don't mind reiterating the idea and kind of giving it that realistic deal of, hey, listen, we want to make money off you guys. You really done messed up. You went way over the top. You killed these people. Oh, the Samsons in the past? Yeah, and we yeah. can end up, we we can pay some people off, but things are out and about. So you're going to have to have that, scapegoat. you know, the scapegoat. And there's still going to be problems. Oh, and then crazy you end up, billion is eating
2: people. We don't agree with that.
3: Somehow that ends up forcing into the idea that Bullock ends up in Appalachia with a town that's obsessed with the Samson family and ends up having old newspaper articles that couldn't be wiped out. It's so weird. You don't need these steps.
2: Do you Remember the background when Jim Gordon was like, you know, still a, a cop before he left Chicago and was coming to Gotham or like he was talking to that cop in the bar and the idea that there was that cannibal stuff going on because we had, I believe it was Grand Kitchen on the site talking about that he really hopes that that person turns out to be a Samson family member with the whole cannibalism thing. And I'm like, I hope so too, but at this point in time, for how kind of disconnected we feel from those early issues, like even though this feel, this book feels like it's been coming out on time with all the little interludes and recaps and not really doing much, this feels like something that's been delayed.
3: Yeah, it does, and it, this issue feels like like you're at issue 11, and all of a sudden you have this weird. We're starting swerve. over. Yeah, and you have a weird like. What were you doing the other issues that now you think that you have to have a force way to get Gordon back to Gotham, only then to go to Texas, but also have Barbara and Julia Pennyworth involved? Just Why? imagine ways to do thing, this to thing,
2: though, because the Samson family absconded with the Joker, last we saw them. Jim Gordon was laying there dead. But in the interim, we have had, I don't even know if I'm saying there are interim, but like the idea that we've had the Bat family come, pick up Jim Gordon, take him back. He's like, you know, heal up his wounds, make sure that he's OK. Barbara Gordon goes and works with Cressida to go hunt down the Joker. And now, by the end of this issue, the Samson family just got back to Texas with a Joker. Like, he should have been dead and eaten already. They they should. They are having leftovers by now. And we still have
3: to go and pick up Harvey Bullock. And so, with all of that, you end up having a three piece story with. Nine moving pieces There's too many pieces going in a story That really has gotten away from everything We always joke at the idea that Oh my god, the Joker's not in it But he is more of a symbol And I kind of got that I was even saying on the Slack He's like the Maltese Falcon. He's something for everybody. Oh, yeah. Everybody has a different idea. And I, I like. He's the,
2: always going to be unattainable.
3: Yeah, and I like the play that he is this symbol more than just a deal. But the problem is, in my mind, with us at least, it's been stated he didn't do A-Day. Oh, yeah, we so all I, know this shit. So I keep thinking that the idea of this, and I put this in the Slack, my idea of the whole concept of this book is the one good cop who has every reason to kill the Joker, including being a millionaire then where he is a good guy and he's going to have to save the Joker because the Joker is innocent this one time. So he doesn't deserve it here. Yes, he may deserve other things, but this one bit he's not guilty for, so we can't do it. But yet it's taking a weird path anyway. Even if it isn't that, I I lose track of the deal where now you're just getting in James Tynan. And again, he's gone. He's off the Batman. He's going to Substack, But yet we're still in the mode of, I'm more concerned with side characters than the actual story or the main characters of the book. The Samson
2: family—we keep going back to them. You don't see them for a while, and we have to reset it again. Well, not only that, because the thing is, we have all these families. Are they that going, interesting? Kind of. They're kind of. I don't interesting. think so. Know the Texas Chainsaw. I like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, so I wouldn't like this. that. I mean, I I'm telling you. While reading the Joker.
3: <laughs> you like the good boy story by Tom King, but when we see it again uh, with Mark Russell, we've seen this. But the even-
2: idea, though, that we have a mad, 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 mad world story where everybody's converging on that freaking giant freaking you know, deal to find the Joker here. I like this whole thing, but you got to remember that as we're still doing this with Vengeance, the Daughter of Bane, which I want to know more about. In the background, you have the big overwhelming bit of plot point of the network them stealing DNA and cloning people and making a new breed of freaking supervillains in the background that they unleash on places like Gotham and stuff that's been going on for fucking decades and decades that we still have to deal with, at this, and nobody to this day still doesn't know that the Joker didn't do a day.
3: Yeah, I don't even think we'll deal with that. I mean, the idea that Tynan said that he's going to be, I thought it was like 15 or 16, whatever, I don't even think we have enough time for him to do it. And we'll see what happens. I think I, I once
2: said 17, but I'm pretty sure we established I was wrong.
3: I think a, a, I think at one point we find out that things are fudged and it just ends. And so you get this and you said it's like a mad, 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 mad world, but instead it's a mad world. There's not a lot going on. You end up having more vengeance, you know, interesting. But every time we go back to her, we have to give recap and not really do much. Then we have the Samson's and like you said, this background stuff was just little nuggets spread out there, like little clues and little things that seem intriguing. I see these things being left behind already. I just don't get it. I don't get why you had to have Gordon go to Gotham to get Barbara involved with so Julia to go, that. and and it's just I like, like it, seeing
2: Julia Pennyworth, but even though she's here, she still doesn't feel like she has anything to do. No, it, and it we're makes, investigating Santa Prisca. How are you now? Is that another thing we have to deal with? And I, I did I like the, seen already, but
3: still. The beginning of a man Who ends up talking to a guy about You have to get rid of that nightmare You're going to be obsessed with it It ends up being the boogeyman and stuff And and Jim Gordon's a great guy to have that go with the Joker Because of all the bad things that has happened And the guy, like I said The one guy who really should be gunning to kill the yeah, joker
2: right. and for some reason he's, he's putting the idea that the joker killed his son too even though it didn't happen he still has reason in yeah, his mind at least that, yeah he has reason so you at killed the end my wife you've crippled my daughter in my mind for some reason you killed my son i have every reason you've done to me for decades pants. he did all of these things yeah he did because he made him like Drushed naked him in the up, freaking yeah. roller coaster like
3: nonsense with a the gag
2: there's no reason that jim gordon shouldn't put a goddamn bullet in the joker's brain
3: But that's why I thought it was the idea Where you you think it's a Joker story But it's more of the Joker as a symbol But Gordon is a good guy And at the end he might And we thought at one point They did kind of team up But then that got pushed aside Joker's just being tossed around And by this point It always seems like Everything's just going in this circle And you always get back to this And then we It just doesn't feel like a coherent story But this really feels like, all right, I'm going to fudge some things so we can get to a
2: stretch run, at least
3: the end well, of the that's bar. that's the thing.
2: This whole issue is a, like, you know, Tom Taylor was talking about, he doesn't like the term filler issue or anything or padded out or something like that. This is a filler issue because you're not ready to continue the story yet, just like the past two that were flashbacks and stuff that you already knew for the most part.
3: And with that, you could sit there and say, so
2: interesting, though.
3: say it is ending at. at 15 16 whatever but it almost feels like this is the issue where james kind of gets down and says okay how many issues do i need to end this okay i need five issues oh we have six all right let's give a little bit of tidbits here go boom and see what happens is what i still think that this book creative page counting. and and uh you know go with that maybe you know it would continue with say a matthew rosenberg or something like that would be kind of cool or somebody else even but we'll see. We'll see. But it's it's losing. This ends up. It it definitely again feels like at the end of the James Tynan Justice League Dark deal, where you have all these things swirling around. And not enough time to get them going before he leaves, and then you know, it's a mess. But you get a punchline backup as yeah, well. And, yeah, and as you we
2: talk about the idea of a mess, I don't even know if we can consider this a mess when you have a punchline backup that really wants to tie in a different Royal Flush Gang than the one we're dealing with in Bendis' Justice League, and also have it you know work its way into punchline working for the Royal Flush Gang. But only the one member, and not queen, king or queen, and this one member who's also Cullen Run's boyfriend, is using punchline on the inside of Blackgate Prison to get an army of women in that prison to be a part of the Royal Flush Gang. For him, when I guess he takes over against his parents, while his parents tell him you can't trust her because while we love playing in cards, she's a wild card and has already picked her king and stuff like that. But while that stuff could seem interesting because you always have the, the idea of the Royal Flush Gang and Colin Rowe is like, can he trust his boyfriend and stuff like that, even though they're still going with the punchline. You know, she's a victim trial stuff. In the background of all this, the idea that we have to spend half this backup issue with Kelly Ness talking to police about what she does and doesn't know about Alexis K, the punchline just for the not the matter. In the end, I'm like, yeah. how are we stringing this punchline along and people are still interested? Yeah,
3: and they even say like, okay, Kelly, you told us this, but we can't use that. This no. bullshit. Hey, don't attack her; she's a victim. Ah, hey, bullshit. We we're here to win a case, and with that, you end this issue, and we've ended up a couple backups like this where again you're like, why are we doing this still? This should have wrapped up by now. And it's a shame because really, if you have a punchline backup and we're heading to a trial, whatever we would head to, whatever you got to have punchline, just you could have done this so much differently and have punchline involved in every issue. We have had so many side issues. We're going to go off and do this and that in this trial or whatnot. By now, I don't know, except I love punchline. Maybe boom, boom, shout out. Uh, I think that people probably are like, yeah, just. I'm not really involved with this. It's a shame. It's one of those things that we said is the, you know, the Yara Floor Wonder Girl book. Are, are people, did that get canceled because of delays and people are starting to lose interest? I would I think, think so. That, I think that Punchline, well, The the uh, sales show that they are. Yeah. so And so with this, the Punchline deal, you're not helping the character of Punchline with these backups one bit. You're just basically, and again, some people would even look and say, well, when James Tynan leaves, nobody's going to deal with this, so whatever. But it's a shame because a, a lot shame. of people did like the character. I even had a parody song about how people were <laughs> leaving Harley behind for Punchline, but those days seem to have been left behind now, and it is a shame. But after
2: burying her soul, Kelly Ness, who's going to get nothing for any of this, she goes to the bathroom to go splash in water on her face and compose herself because the cops don't want to listen to her. And it turns out that the assistant of the police of the FBI the stenographer taking dictation on this whole thing She's a part of the royal flesh gang And she can get to Kelly Ness in the bathroom right now So next issue, we don't even know if our best witness We have against Alexis K during her trial Will even be alive Yeah, my,
3: my problem is they even said she isn't even barely
2: a witness Yeah, she's not And Harper Rowe might have screwed everything up
3: And Harper says I'm going to be there in the you trial can. And you can't So it's like all these things just seem to lead to Oh well, I guess we're going to have to let Punchline go I mean, we, we don't have any evidence to try. Let her go. See if she comes up, pops. I up want later. to take a weird I, I don't thing know. later on
2: where Punchline gets out, she's released, but then this loses mind. But then you have like Joker's been done to death. We have a whole issue of him. Then you even want to deal Joker to come back, but nicer no. no. I actually, I really do. But no, for this now, I just want to be have like a weird, you know, Superman revenge squad, but with the Joker thing, where you have you have Punchline, you have the Joker's daughter, you have that woman in Arkham Tower who thinks she's Harley Quinn, and you have this weird situation going on with that, and maybe even Kevin when he goes to the dark side again. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, James. Gordon Jr. And then it'll all be of the mind. Yeah, it's all the mind. Uh, <laughs> I
3: wish this wasn't the mind, but yeah, it's it's kind this of is like again to be
2: as boring and tedious as an actual trial.
3: Yeah, <laughs> really. And you know, many of those, Erica, you know. Uh, but yeah, the idea of the trial of the Amazons and now the trial of the century here, but with all of that, it's it is a shame, and even the Joker book. People still seem to be gung-ho for it, but I end up going in and I just want to get more out of it. And Well, I'm gung-ho for it too, but
2: each time it keeps letting me down because we're always doing a start and stop situation. And then we spend a lot of the issue with big narration boxes telling us stuff that we already know. Yeah,
3: yeah. So, what did you give it?
2: 6.5 out of 10. I like the art in both the main story and the backup. It's just that I found the stories kind of tedious. We're like, when are we going to get to the fireworks factory? Because I thought we're on our way there, and then we had to take another stop and get some more gas here. And that's what this issue was. We had to stop and get more gas. While I saw in the distance with the Samson family in fucking Texas doing a cool ass shit, I didn't get to be there yet.
3: Yeah, it's weird. I even get the idea that this is one of those where they're like, hey, kids, we're going to go on a field trip. All right, are we going to the fireworks factory? Yeah, we're going to a factory. But we don't know what it is, because I still don't know what this book is, is trying to do, even. I'm like, oh, I'd like to get to the factory, whatever which one it is, it might be the Saltine Factory. Eric, but it might end up being the crackers? fireworks. You do.
2: Then, yes, okay going.
3: dad is there. He's a bigwig at the, the Cracker Factory nowadays, but you yeah. You get to go to the cardboard box factory. Oh, thanks. But yeah, at, at the end, I'm like, I just, I don't even know. What this book is trying to do anymore Especially with that idea that we kind of know That the Joker is innocent of at least what everybody's saying he is guilty of, so what does that that's mean? The joke. And things like that, it seems. But what is the next book, Eric?
2: Our next book is Batgirls Number Two. I didn't realize that I was doing the credits for this one, so I have to go oh, and find okay. them now. Well,
3: there you go. I didn't know I was doing them either. It's neither of our books. So if you end up, do you have it ready? Or No, I
2: do not. So I have no idea where the credits well, are in this book. Eric, or the I day. will
3: tell you that this is Batgirls number two. They say sometimes that's number dose. Y- you ever hear that? <laughs> it's one way or another, part two of six It's Becky Cloonan and Michael W. Conrad On story as we like to call it, Cloon Red art by Jorge Caron Actually Eric likes to say that But you also what? have colors by no. You have colors <laughs> by Sarah Stern Letters by Becca Carey And I'll tell you right now We continue
2: with, the adventures of 12 year old girls Who think they're back girls And so here is the thing
3: This book, uh, there's a book for everybody There really is, and if it's something along the lines that you want a younger back girls that seem to be learning on the job and want to do like girls just want to have fun things, I think that this will serve well for for you, if that's the thing. If you are going into this thinking, oh, my God cassandra Kane was my favorite background she kicked ass sure did you might be a little bit upset and that's where i, I am. am if you end up saying i want to get more stephanie brown because she's pretty cool and i love the dynamic between her and Cass, but in a mature way or something where they're capable you, you're not going to get that but you are going to get we said it before it's a burnside back girl type feel it's a cartoony feel you can definitely see that this could definitely be a cartoon that would come on after the
2: Harley cartoon. No, because that's the thing. That's more of a serious take. This seems like something that would be after school on Nickelodeon.
3: Yeah, I still think that this would be something that would be a a cartoon where they're trying to get everybody involved, but it's not the characters. I don't think that Clunrad understands the background of these characters. I don't think they understand the gravitas of what this should be. The idea that you have two former Batgirls that were very capable coming in here, joining up with Oracle, and you just end up worrying about things like who wants to get their ears pierced, stuff like that, in a issue that seems like it's a convoluted mess. So again, the tone of this, it seems as if it's for people who are new to these characters, and they want something that's more like all ages, but but weird. I mean, I'm telling you, some of the things in here seem a little more mature than they should be but some aren't but we me and you have both said at at a point michael w conrad went on i believe it was newsorama or apes podcast yeah, yeah and ended up saying you know they're like 12 and 13 years old then later says oh i i made a mistake no 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 i'm reading this that's how you're that's writing that's the them.
2: thing is that's the weirdest part because he, if he comes back and says oh we made a mistake we misspoke they're actually this age then if that's the case write them as if they're that age because you feel like two old people that are out of touch and are writing this as if it's an after school special. That's what type. it seems. When yeah. you have Cassandra Cain, one of those dangerous people in the DC universe who is trained to be a weapon since birth and are constantly tortured so she doesn't feel pain like everybody else, afraid to have her ears pierced by the end of this. I'm like, oh, you missed the plot completely. Yeah, I got you. And
3: having to grab Barbara's hand and squeeze it if it hurts, she doesn't feel pain. and And so with that, yeah, she may, and I said my take, and what I would think is that she would think that oh, and and she even has a fake earring on. She says, "Oh, these are fake." Whatever that even feels weird. Well, because that, isn't they, that,
2: because let's think about the idea of wearing earrings when you're underneath the bat cow or something like that, and getting like you know punched in the side of the head and sort of digging into your face, It seems like very uh, like a unnatural thing to have on. But the idea that oh no, we lost our walkie-talkie somewhere, so we can't communicate because the Seers knocked out our communications. Well, I had these earring things that for some reason work better than the walkie-talkies. but Or comms. Exactly. And I don't know how they're not getting patched in through these things, wherever they may be, because their earrings in this work, like any kind of earwig it's, that any superhero uses. It's just to uses. set up
3: that scene for no reason. I mean, I don't know. I never saw Batman. I'm oh, not getting their ears pierced, I guess. I mean, they all have the deals in the comms are in the cowl. I mean, there, there's no reason for this nonsense. And again, just because you're playing it low-key because of the seer, that doesn't mean you need earring things. It's just there to it there. Is it just it like a there.
2: walkie-talkie signal that's constantly going...
3: I don't know. It, it, the thing is, it's, it's one of the main focuses of an issue that I don't even... It's, again, the, the story itself is not even oh, well Jim, laid out. You, you have, just have shit thrown at you it. You
2: have the remnants of what Simon Satan left behind. Not the Talos program, but just assholes for some reason who were working with the magistrate as it was were mentally unhinged who are now calling themselves the saints it's a and goddamn even, ambulance. This, the idea where we get the backgrounds on these characters it just doesn't work for me because it seems like this weird thing where the one character Asasi was like you know left to Star Labs like was fired from Star Labs for stealing stuff but then was using stuff now for magistrate armor and I'm like I don't understand the connection no, and,
3: and that's the thing these people are like oh they're better they do none th- of it makes sense and it's
2: it's it's old. Oh, it's stale. We've already seen the Joker. background is largely unknown, but his record shows that he was fired from Star Labs for a violation of company policy. Rumor has it he used stolen technology to outfit the Saints. I'm like, why does he have stolen technology from Star Labs that he was fired from Then eventually would work for the magistrate, and now after the magistrate's over, build this armor that they currently have with that stolen stuff? I, I
3: don't know, and that they're in this armor, you know, I guess you're supposed to think it looks cool, but it's not anything that you're going to be like, oh, man, I need I more am Valentine. I not art in this, though, No, I don't like I, it
2: at all. The thing is, while I don't really mind cast and stuff because it's this weird stylized kind of nature that you want to show, and it gives them this younger look to them and feel because that's the the feel that the book is going for. When you have characters like these states coming here, these mechanical nightmares, they look ugly. And for the most part, the rest of the background of the stuff we do, it just doesn't look great to me overall. So with
3: that, you have what the clone Red end up doing. What they do is they find one joke, be it a dead man thing in the Wonder Woman book, yeah. or Bondo the car, which we have to keep going with. And these things don't make the story. This doesn't make things. And with that, you end up having such a, com- oh, my God. These you know saints, they think that Simon Saint is still alive. I think it's the seer. Well, it is. We know that. We it's see the seer that.
2: putting on a, a Simon Saint hologram to lead them in the battle.
3: Then we have the it idea. It strange. Oh my god! <laughs> really. Then we end up in, and we have. Oh my god! This graffiti artist that's big. Oh my! We have that. The then tutor? we have a, a serial killer who might be in the next run. Everything's just there to mean nothing, and you have very, very capable girls in. Oh, don't forget Spellbinder. Yeah, and He's then on the deal, which they actually seem to think, and I saw some things on Twitter, like, they think that this is a subtle way of getting to it. I'm like, my man Eric Chase. you know, got that, and there's a solicit out already, so yeah. stop it. So all this going down, and then you have to stop of, girls, girls, Yeah, you end up having Oracle go, this is Garrett oh, Oracle. My. Uh, My back really hurts today I can barely, like, stop it And then she's cutting onions, she's making Oh, What is this you call lunch? (laughs) It's so ridiculous Where, what are you doing with this? What are you doing at all with this book Where they are just running around in circles And doing nothing And a big, oh my god, there's a, a cassette tape Stuck in the Bondo car That ends up playing an obscure straight edge band
2: That nobody cares about but the way they describe it, it seems like one song keeps playing over and over again. I don't know how you get a cassette player to I do that. I don't know.
3: You don't! It's what you do, Eric. <laughs> it's like, so, that never
2: happened to me. No, it
3: ends up like, uh, somehow it's
2: stuck in there, Like then it rewinds. It just plays that and rewinds, but it's just one song over and over yeah, again, I it seems like they're they talking about. Yeah, I think
3: that they forget what tapes
2: do. It's like,
3: that. it's not a CD that just keeps playing one track. They don't realize they're just dumb. It's a single they don't know how to eject. But you end up where even that where you have a, whoo, I wonder what that is. You know what? I don't give a crap. I want to see characters that I love and I recognize, not the idea that you're going to be playing games with songs, yelling Bondo and putting it on the thing and then getting nowhere because it's a convoluted mess. And this book is. And I ended up saying, I got blocked by Conrad. a because, lot of people. Because he ended up saying that some people that didn't like his Wonder Woman annual they must actually like having women get beat. That is oh. the most ridiculous thing ever. So here I go. I talk about this. If somehow he'd ever hear this, I'm sure he'd come up with some wacky ideas. So it, if he's listening, you know what I have? You know what I want and what I do? Like a good story that ends up showing me, you know, the characters you haven't done in Wonder Woman and you're not doing it here. So stop your nonsense. Stop with this car. And then. Girls, girls, wear your helmets? I'm the 80 year I mean, he has aged up Barbara to 110 and these girls are very DA's similar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what wacky time frames are going on here? Turns where, out again, the
2: Hill neighborhood has a weird time paradox yeah, going don't on. don't give
3: me this idea that you accidentally said you – just the idea that a writer would
2: accidentally say, yeah, we're writing
3: the girls as 13 years old. Oh, oh, I misspoke. And then gets on Twitter and says, I don't know why I have to do this. Oh, really? You don't know? Oh, God, Eric. It's just, again, you explain the story to me here because it's all over the place. You end up just having random scenes just to get them in the car. Then they have to do a random scene to end up seeing. At, at the one point, they go down to the docks. Oh, my God. The police are into this, and they're making a wicker man Well, effigy. this is such a
2: weird idea because down on this one ship down by the docks where the back go, going for some reason just happened to see the guys that they stole the car off of Bondo the car. We are we are taking all this stolen stuff and making some kind of effigy, like you said, like a wicker man. But I see this. The art just makes it look like it's a magical thing going on where things are hovering in air, and I didn't get it. But while you have this going on, you have the idea that, you know, Stephanie Brown is keeping the stuff secret where she is interested in the spellbound freaking art show gallery which is going to be the spellbinder situation and it seems like like the idea of what's who spellbinder is that he's making these people like the construction workers in the first issue doing all these stuff with the mind control powers and they're all doing this and bringing all the solar stuff and making art on the ship for whatever reason but in the background you have another character who seems to be a tutor who's a graffiti artist who seems to be different than spellbinder so i have no idea what the fuck they're doing overall because i guess you could say that they are the same person but i have no idea it seems like this character who is doing all the graffiti is different than the spellbound like art gallery that's going on but later Eric, on.
3: You you forgot the most important thing where they end up capturing or at least stopping the road construction guy who may or may not have stolen this guy's crock pot that might be from his dead wife. And if you find the crock pot can you bring it back to me? Well, miss, well, this is nonsense. He
2: wants that crockpot back.
3: Yeah. and Hey, Mr. D. I mean, now, now we're basically different strokes, which I, I like that with Mr. D. But you end up, too, where the idea where we had the last thing that we had cast big on was the Outsiders book. You ended up having her and Duke hanging and whatnot yeah. in that book. You ended up a couple more. of times, Yeah. Yeah. And you end up at that. I had a point in that book. Lady Shiva showed up. I, I don't know if people know this. I don't know if Clunrad knows that. That is Cass's mom. She shows up and says, You are nonsense. Batman has made you less. You get out of here. I will not watch my daughter be dumbed down and watered down by a Batman.
2: What is she going to do if she shows up here? And then Quinn Rad said, Hold my beer.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, if you end up, Lady Shiva will burn Gotham to the ground if she sees this nonsense. And again, if she did show up, it, she it'll side. be for jokes. It'll be for jokes. This is a girl who ended up at points in her young Life. I mean, you, people worry, and oh my God, Damien had such a bad child. Holy moly! Orphan is the had the worst. She ended up at points being in a gauntlet where she's just thrown into a room and can't come out until she kills a yeah, thousand David people. David the worst. He's the worst. And Lady Shiva, not a very nice. So you have that. You end up having Stephanie, whose dad is Clu master. That guy's dying. Then he's back. Then he's that. Who knows? You can't keep track of him. Who brought
2: him back and pissed me off because it didn't seem like they knew that he was dead and then, was then had to the retroactively was Chris. Go, oh, Ryan that's Michael right. Bendis
3: didn't and then have to retroactively guy. do this. So with that though, you still have two girls who have. Been able to rise above the awfulness of their upbringing slash parents. But Jim, they could never rise above awful writing. No, and, and to go to this, that's the real villain. And <laughs> then you end up having a Barbara who everybody loves. You can't not like Barbara. And you have her just where you want us to be. But the idea, it's almost like, and they even say this, we
2: were all backgirls. There's a lot of people who are Batgirl fans, and the idea is like, man, I love Batgirl. but it's like Cassandra Kane's my favorite Batgirl. Like, who can, like, the idea you come into this book? All right. We have all these back girls here. I'm going to make it so nobody likes any of the back girls anymore. <laughs> Who's your favorite back girl? Uh, uh, my favorite back girl is Cassandra. Yeah.
3: She's my favorite, but I can't hate Barbara because I love Barbara. It's Barbara. Of course, Steph. But she ends up so, yeah, I mean, and so she's my least favorite back girl as well. Steph ended up having her boyfriend break up. All this stuff going Tim. on. Yeah, Tim, but you yeah. end up where in this, I mean,
1: Even Steph, she's been to Earth three, all this nonsense.
2: I'm You you have this thing where you're treating her like this child and doing this whole thing where you're, you're excited about bunk beds. I'm like, I'm sitting here as a kid reading Robin, you know, when that was going out, when Stephanie was introduced the idea that she was pregnant and had to give her daughter for adoption because she's been having sex with before Robin and stuff like that. I'm like, this is
3: crazy grown-up shit right here. Now, and this is my problem here.
2: A Cassandra Kane... <laughs> I'm sitting reading there that as a kid. Here I am as an adult reading nonsense child stuff about Stephanie But Brown you, know, you
3: know what I think that's that could be cool, though, is the idea idea that, you know, a Cassandra Kane might get excited about bunk beds. She's never had them. You didn't set that up in your book here. All oh, you're doing it because there's no setup. People who are going into this just going, okay, Step and Cass, and they never knew the character. They would think that they would never wear Batgirls and that they need to be trained. Don't do Cass is the character that Batman said he was afraid that she was the one who could take him down. That that's Batman saying that. And so you had to, why isn't this the setup of the girls who never had a childhood and now they get to do it, have fun? Maybe Barbara spells it out. That's why she's doing it. But you're still throwing them out in the fray with a nonsense story that never ends up being anything and never set up the way that you're doing it. And I just think this book is a mess. It and is. I don't like the, the art. I don't like it. And then just this week, Conrad gets on and says, hey, everybody, thank you for liking this book. Everybody's liking background. We're doing a grand experiment. Stop with your experiments. I mean, this is, what are you down in the lab cooking up the crock pot? What are you doing? What is this? Like Eagles MC shit is what this is. There's your calculations. Stop it. Right. You have three of the best characters right here and you're fumbling, bumbling and stumbling with it all through. You are not doing anything to make anybody think these are Awesome characters. Oh, it's I up, like in Wonder Woman. Yeah, I ended up going back and reading the cast deal, and within a half of issue, I'm like, holy shit, this is my favorite band. She is kick ass. It's a great run. Great. And you end up, it doesn't have to all be,
2: you know, kicking ass, but you, you end know up Cain's first this. kiss was from? Connor Kent's Superboy. But they decided to be just friends. Well, oh, that's good. They, they ended yeah, up. Yeah. But yeah.
3: And then you have some weird little things where, you know, They end up wanting to show, hey, I know the character where Barbara, hey, did you get that book and practice your your reading? She has very severe dyslexia. Now, I don't know that they get the idea that dyslexia comes from her actually really being in tune of reading body language and things that ends up messing up, you know, some of her neurons and stuff that they said that messed up her reading deal yeah. but it's just thrown in here she's just like different. everything yeah it's just like thrown in here and that's the thing she's built as a weapon you get this idea oh you know hey do the earrings the idea should be earrings my father would never let me wear earrings she they're no benefit to us and it's then barbara, and then barbara going off and saying wait a minute i want her to be a regular girl hey listen there is a benefit i made them comms they might not be as good. Why well, can't you just be
2: comms in your ears as they can be in friggin' earrings? If she just wants to have cast experience, some things that no, girls I, I would, I understand your I aspect, that. but why can't they just be comms and not have to be earrings? Because it's supposed to be just to set Ear up rings. the scene. That's it. It's just to set up the scene, and again, by the end, everything is so twist and turns and things like that. And where, also, their, their neighbor might be a serial killer, but who knows?
3: But again, you end up seeing him in one bit where. It looks like there's a dead body laying, she and does. then later it looks like he's cooking a head. I am going to tell you right now, he has a sick wife, and he's oh, making no, it's, fucking it's the bread. Is,
2: like I said last issue, this is just Alfred Hitchcock's rear window again.
3: Yeah, I still go with the idea that they think it's like the guy in the, uh, what's it called, in Home Alone, the old guy next door, where uh-huh. they're like, oh, he's evil, he's evil, and then he ends up being a gem. Uh it's but, definitely yeah. more rear window, but rear window, there's actually shit going on that he's trying to get to go and do. So with this, though, I I just think this guy's just making bread. He's doing something there. And then even then, they're they're more capable than. Oh my God! Look at that guy over there! Oh my! Hey, that's that guy that we saw before, and he stole a crockpot. Crockpot! I at mean, that! That's the one of the biggest things here is we got to find this guy's crockpot. Because it looks like maybe it's like I said, his dead wife's, I mean seriously, this is what Cassandra Kane and Stephanie Brown have been deregulated to is the idea of finding a crock pot. go and buy him a crown, We Not also
2: a- have the live streamer graffiti artist known as the Tutor, who he's a weird looking guy because the thing is people are all about him. he's got like a gas mask on kind of like the rat catcher, and when he takes that off, it looks like all the skin around where that is 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 all gone, it's almost like bone and gross this kind of thing going on but Everybody's all about him. It just seems like he's sitting there huffing paint while he does this whole thing, like you know DYI fucking tutorials live streaming. Yo, like to have the graffiti on the wall, my mo- memorial here. Want well, me show you how to? Do it. <sighs> oh, yeah, okay. And this is the whole thing where it's an art based deal, and we have this going on. And like I said before, I like new villains stuff like that. But when you have the spellbound gallery going on, which seems to be inv- like involving spell binder, and then you have Tudor. Was a graffiti artist. It's like it's too close in my mind, but also you have in the background the seer and the saints, and then you also have the next door neighbor who possibly a serial code. This is the second issue, and I am overwhelmed with your fucking young adult nonsense.
3: Yeah, and then I mean, we need DeFacer to show up. She'll do some things also while humming the pixie song DeFacer. And then you end up with d So you end up where also he's like, hey, there's some clues in the, the graffiti. I'm like, ah, I'm not
2: getting involved with that. Look, if you're going to tell me there's clues in the graffiti, there's only one clue that I want. And it's even, the end. You want Firestorm. Right? Gotham, a <laughs> Firestorm to purify. I'm like, fucking I'm like, Ronnie like, Raymond oh better show the fuck God, up. God,
3: he is showing Give God. me Jason Rush, Why not? too.
2: I don't care. Just give me Firestorm. He'll
3: just show up. He'll be zipping around. He'll be this issues or this series dead, man. But next at thing the you end, know, he's got pants, ants in his pants there and on. around. Doing Tudor's
2: live stream, and I don't think it's connected to that. It has more to do with the Spellbinder because Steph secretly sent an email to the Spellbound Academy earlier. She is overrun and taken over with the red eyes like people before her with the rise, rise, rise. So it's such a weird situation because while I don't think it's Tudor here and something else, it seems like everybody is just enchanted by this person that' has been taken over. So I don't yeah, know what I'm doing and, and
3: again, we might also get the inclusion of say apps that do it because he she ends up emailing this thing, joining a deal. And why not? I just Let's feel just, like just go something at different us. though outside of this character. I don't know. She ends up there, and she's all you know. She's zapped in. She's all about rise, the art, rise, though. It rise. seems like, but yeah, she is mind controlled by the end. So. But cast is fine. Okay, uh, well, she didn't send that email. Uh, she's on the up and up, maybe. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. And Barbara. Next. Tudor versus Batgirl versus Batgirl. Seriously? Tudor? I mean, it, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just, it's all over the place. It's nothing. What, what do you this?
2: That's the Watch thing is, out,
3: because you might get tagged as something. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm tagged as stuff all the time, and usually it's you tagging well, you, me as that. I think I don't you're don't actually, why. tag you're it, Eric. What I'm
3: tagging <laughs> you as is a guy who has a little bit of taste for comics. Well, that's, that's the, the thing, is tag. I like
2: these comics, and I like characters, I mean, and I like comics. DC Comics is my jam. I go into this and I don't recognize anything. I barely recognize Gotham and what they're doing. The characters involved, I don't know who they are because it's the first time I'm seeing them like this version. Not a huge fan of the art and overall it's just too jam-packed and they're barely telling a story and just relying on jokes that they set up. Last issue that aren't funny. 2.5 out of 10.
3: I'm a 3 and even that where you go into this and you have the clear-cut deal of dealing with the seer. This is what ends up being set up and go and barely even mentioned because it's just the seer continuing to pretend that she's some saint to end up getting the saints which again is just the idea that we keep getting i mean it's not clever to get a band of characters that end up oh i really like whatever the last events character was and doing i'm going to do that we've seen the scarecrow have his people after fear state we now see the saints we get now a different version of the match everybody's doing it and it, it, it's just laughable. Well, sure, at we this have the point.
2: scenes here. We have the Talos program.
3: The Joker's Batman, after the, the Joker's. deal where the clown hunter's yeah. going after still, and it's it's just a joke. It, it's nothing clever. It's mm-hmm. nothing. And like you said, the art to get—I mean, seriously—is anybody sitting there? Man, I love this new character, Tarsus. Can't get enough of that. That's Tarsus. A weird part because it's
2: one of the things. Like I had to make sure when we were going to talk about like Asassi and stuff like that that I was on the page. I don't even know because I'm like I have Ask no idea. Is what, what these I asshole's say. names are, except for Valentine, just because it's a regular guy. Yeah, and may.
3: Valentine, and ends up having like a heart that's like the, yeah. the Harley Quinn of Victor. Well, that's Club. the thing
2: is, because, fine with that, because that's the only distinguishing factor that I know in my mind about all the characters, besides for like Tarsus being larger.
3: You end up having a fight. And, and a robot you, dog. And I don't you don't point name. out it a bit of, whoa, whoa, these people have such great tech and all this stuff that Cass would never be able to fight the three of them by the no, no, no! She would hand them their asses. She would. She'd actually have to be stopped from killing them. The way that she don't don't set this up. Don't end up making it that these clowns end up being something better than Cass. Also, then you end up where hey, let's not go get them now. I mean, you, you have all this nonsense. Just continue the nonsense, and it, it's it's not a story. And then you go back. We're gonna eat. Then we're gonna you know bondo car. Then we're gonna pierce ears. It, it, nothing is set up. It's such a convoluted mess. This experiment is a failure. It's one of those where Back to the drawing board. I just imagine he's there and he's like, all right, erupt my volcano. And it just sits there and he, he just failed the science fair. Plus, you're doing lame stuff with volcanoes. Nobody needs that anymore. But yeah, three out of ten bullshit. But we'll go to now. What is your book of the week?
2: My book of the week is Detective Comics number 1048.
3: Yeah, mine is as well. Shocking to me, the but the tower part two, Jim. You gotta give it to them shadows of the bat. Boy. I like that too. So yeah, we'll we'll continue and hopefully it'll it'll get better and better. We'll see. I'm a little worried with the lack of kind of details I'm a little worried that the Mariko
2: Tamaki book is my book of the week compared to everything else that we had this week. So, Mike, what's the state of everything going on? If that's the
3: case, why be worried, Eric? That would be a very positive thing because we're not huge fans. But if that's the case, I mean, it is the bad thing that the others kind of, yeah, that great. But maybe this is the start of a new wave, a new wave of positivity, sweeping over us like a tsunami. I heard you just talking about the back. I don't see it happening. Uh, Here's what's coming up next week Two of these books at least I mean I'm telling you we have like 50 books next week But two will be on the Patreon Spotlight comes out Thursday night Exclusive to the Patreon and picked by the Badasses of the Get Fresh crew And with that we have Aquaman the Becoming number 5 I hope that I get a little more positive on that Like Like you, I do not I am actually very bored with it, and I wanted to have more of Aquaman and the idea, you know, of Jackson Hyde. But it's more of this inner work
2: his politics stuff that I think will continue. He's learning so, about his family, Jim. Yeah, I mean, but where it's... where he comes from? I don't really need that. I
3: don't really need that. I'm, I'm telling you, I have a lot of characters that I like, and I have no idea anything about their family. But you end up having no, the next about one. Your family? You know, that's why. I mean, I actually would rather know more about how he's kick ass, but. You end up Batman The Night, number one. That is a new book. We'll see what's going on with that. Hey, Bad guys.
2: Sadarsky. <laughs> Do you ever wonder how Batman became Batman?
3: <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, next week, that'll be everybody's most popular book, though. Uh, Black Man, number five. Another one that I find to be a slug. But we'll see how that goes. Maybe that'll get better. That and Aquaman the becoming leading into Aquaman. So we'll see. Blue and Gold, number five. A book that seemed to have been delayed like eight years. Yeah, I, I'm telling I you. That seems like it's been gone for a long time. does seem that very odd... Uh, catwoman number thirty nine. I must have, like choked on that. Catwoman <coughs> number thirty nine is by <coughs> Stroke teen, Teeny Howard. It's Which the I brand want to see what start. this is gonna give us. Yeah, we'll see how that is. A more, you know, by herself catwoman, a little slinking and a slanking, I hear. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't know if that it's makes like sense. a Classic Jim
3: Wayne, Detective Comics number one thousand forty nine, Shadows of the Bat Part Three, Eric the Tower Part Three, the Tower Part Three, Shadows of the Tower of the Bat Part Three. Hopefully, that'll you know continue to get better. As I said, Green Lantern number ten, Jeffrey Thorne's Op, you know, Epic Opus Steel. I, yeah, it feels like it's been forever since we talked it about it as well. So we'll see what's going on with that.
2: Continuing Hopefully it gets what better. seems
3: to be. Hey everybody! You like that mosaic? Let's keep going. I do, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I look forward to bringing up old continuity and making it make sense.
3: Everybody's favorite Nightwing number eighty-eight. That's Eric Lindross's old number. Eric, sure I is. don't know if you know that. Also, of course Patrick I do. Cain's as well. I'm a I don't basic know bitch. That. Of course, I know Lindross' yeah. Yeah. number. There you go. Uh, Nubia and the Amazons, number four, heading towards the trial of the Amazons. You're into that, but that last issue, mean you thought was a little down. Little down. We need it more of a story. And uh, come on, Medusa. World. Make yeah, me rock um, hard. Hey, oh, my God. Seriously. <laughs> she does, right? I uh, know. Yeah, she does. Superman, Son of Kal-El, number seven. We
2: enjoyed that book. That seems, again, some of these, like, Ooh. I enjoy that book, but the last one really threw me off with how, you know, Jay Nakamura just took the freaking Ares backstory out of nowhere. Yeah, well, maybe the Ares will come take it but back. Now we've yeah. got an army of fucking post-humans going to go up against John from Gamora.
3: I love the ad. Remember, remember last time I thought that that whole boat was like a trillion of these
2: guys. And well, then actually, ended up, is this the one where we're going to start having the crossovers with Wally West and Nightwing? I don't know.
3: I, I actually don't think it is yet. We'll have to see. I'll, I'll check in a minute. But we have that. And uh, then we have Wonder Woman number 783, a little more Cloon Red, in your ear holes. Yeah. And we'll see. Nice. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, again, I really thought that coming back to... Uh, You know the living would have been a little More than just hanging Out with a rotting corpse that is Dead man that makes no sense bearing a Sword and having the image maker being your big deal. I mean I can really, look forward to the image I, maker though. I, I, I do like him and his Sergeant Bracken. I Pepper's wanna see outfit. how we
2: elevate him from his one appearance fucking how many, you know, decades ago and yeah, stuff and like that.
3: I, I had recently read it. I'm gonna do a podcast on that for the Patreon about I it. It's, boogie, it's woogie, woogie. So nonsense <laughs> and, and in that he's so so ugly back in the day. He is really up well, that's luck the a little. Is, No,
2: He's got half his face all bangs so, up, the guy's getting some plastic surgery, he's still in a piecemeal
3: um, what we have next for Superman's Sonicello. we really look like there is John Kent pretty much joining in the fight with old Greta Thunberg, How Eric. He is holding a sign that says "School Strike for Climate," really taking the thunder away from Greta. You show John. I don't know that that is what I like. Bing you don't bye. steal the thunder of the Greta, but yeah, that seems to be what it is. Probably a little bit of a. Issue you like
2: where we left off. It seems like it's know, just a cover. I,
3: I don't want to say anything about filler issues because Tom Taylor gets upset, but you are leading into a bunch of crossovers that sound pretty cool. So we'll see how that goes and how that, you know, what we're doing and leads to it. So, no,
2: are they actually crossovers or is it just like Nightwing and Flash jump, jumping into that book and cameoing? I think it's,
3: it's both. I think, okay. that it, I think it's just Nightwing. Nightwing in this and then over in the Nightwing book or, or over in the... Superman and Son of is like a two-parger or something like that. Did I make the, up that Flash thing? Yeah, I think the Flash thing is more of the earthly stuff that we have. Oh, okay, I'm just up, making so. stuff
2: up. For some reason, I'm like, I don't know if this is real, but I'm going to say it anyway. Yeah, there's some cool variant covers
3: for this uh, Superman I see now, Superman and Son of But, yeah, with that, two of those books will be on the Patreon, so you'll have to check those out. I I'm actually looking at the preview of the Son of Kella. It looks like they're definitely, they're like doing some Greenpeace stuff. Out and cleaning the ocean so That might be somebody's jam we we'll see Yeah really somebody's got to do it I mean really My address I always wanted it to be Trash Island so I Think that maybe they're going to go and hard. clean that up right So there you go I'm adding to it every Single day ah oh, but that's It oh jeez <laughs> We started off I started off so happy And then I just got angrier and Angrier as we went but now I Feel like Keep i a professional now, Jim come on Put your game face on I've got the toxic, you know, the black cloud has come out, it's gone, I can now relax, go ahead this nonsense, but also, maybe watch a little football as well, Eric. So, or maybe Peacemaker. What do we say at the
2: end? Everybody have a great week. week. Keep it weird. weird. We'll see you in seven. See you in seven.
3: You are all weirdos.
1: Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Mute Science is the revolution.